Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. TRPE listeners, have you heard about the new company that's making flats for women and girls from recycled plastic water bottles? Oh, and not to mention they're insanely comfortable and stylish. Today, I give you the Rothy's brand. That's R-O-T-H-Y apostrophe S. Founded by Stephen Hawthy Hawthornway and Roth Martin, which were two just regular guys who wanted to give the women in their life more choices for footwear than just sneakers or flip-flops. And in a short amount of time, they have built one of the greatest and fastest-growing shoe companies in the world. It's literally a real-life Cinderella story. Rothy's is an everyday flat for life for the on-the-go women and young girls. It's stylish, classic, comfortable, and comes in four fashionable styles. The flat, the point, the loafer, and the sneaker. I've already placed my order for Rothy's for a close friend of mine. I ordered the Red Cat shoe. I got to say, it's extremely stylish. It's a really cool concept to shoe, and they're priced just right and very affordable. You have the option to be able to get the insole the same color as the shoe. They got a bunch of different, you know, artistic-looking styles and stuff that you can literally apply for a workwear, for a casual evening, or for something that if you're doing, uh, you know, something like yoga or anything athletic. Right now, Rothy's has an amazing deal for all of my listeners here on the Realist Podcast ever. Use code Realist. That's R-E-A-L-E-S-T. Again, code Realist. R-E-A-L-E-S-T to get free shipping with no minimum on any order that you make. You literally get free shipping and free ex- returns and exchanges on any Rothy's shoe that you buy. Go to Rothy's.com. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com and enter promo code realist to get your amazing shoes and free shipping from the hottest new shoe company out there Rothy's T-R-P-E the realest podcast ever realest podcast ever two brothers bringing thinking on a second level music sports fashion politics and the streets the best two hours out of every week YDN dinosaurs and YBODs real talk every time this is what you need we just out here popping shit. It's your boy C Diddy and Matt makes me sick. T R P E T R P E go. T R P E T R P E go. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Jim Boomy. Somebody sent me something on my phone and said that I hog tied her. I don't know how to hog tie people. What would I hold That was the sounds of the illustrious <laughs> Robert Kelly. The fact that you have it just queued up is hilarious. I'm not all time. I'm not all time. What would I hold I definitely need one of the machines, man, with the little shit. Oh, oh man. Yo. That's the sounds of the illustrious Robert uh, Kelly live from his uh, CBS Nightly News interview with Gail King. I don't know how to hog tie people. Uh, I had seen a story Yo. that said I hog tied the girl. I don't know how to hog tie. I don't know. How to, like, <laughs> simple, like Yo, I, I don't know how to do it. My favorite part of the interview. I got I three of them, and I don't know if you uh if if Taylor had this one. Is this camera on me? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Stupid. Listen. Use your common sense. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite three tweets in a week. I'm Matt, by the way. New York chat. Let's get that out of the way. 
My favorite three tweets of the week. The first one I saw was when Tristan is going to cheat. <laughs> is this camera on me? <laughs> is this camera on me? <laughs> that. Then you tweeted when she asked you for money and we not fucking. fucking that's, that's stupid. You common sense. And then my, you see, I don't know if you seen my drone went viral yeah. with the. Uh, you upload your resume, next page, enter your. Uh, I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> no, no, I, y'all got killing me with this <laughs> shit. I'm fighting for my life. Bro. I saw a good one that said, um, nobody, um, unvaccinated children. I'm fighting for my <laughs> fucking life. <laughs> Yo, the internet went crazy with the kill. Yo, one, one, week, one, let me let me start the show with this disclaimer. Uh, rape allegations aside, the man just gave us Kel's the filthy animal, but unlimited sound bites. Thank this, you, Kel. This, this week was rough. It was very rough for me. Um, one of my close friends passed away. Sorry to hear that. Rest um, in peace. Rest in peace, Gibbs, man. Mike Beard. My old head, Mr. Williams, and my depot dispatcher. He passed away this week. Stage four cancer, and um. It was a rough week, you know what I'm yeah. saying? A lot going on, whatever. And the the the, the few times I did fall out laughing <laughs> was primarily shit. from this R. Kelly. It was like yeah. every time I looked up. It just wouldn't stop. Yeah. Let's speak real quick though before we jump all the way into this R. Kelly thing, just kinda like about life and death. And I know like for me, when I have the moments where like close people to me and it's like in succession past, mm-hmm. it 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 it's kinda like a it makes you feel really mortal, like damn, yeah. like it. It kind of yeah. reminds you, like how real death is, and you know how it's inescapable, and, and it can literally come out of nowhere. Uh, the guy Mike or whatever. This is my. It's like a. He's like a figure in mm-hmm. like Southwest, and I used to see him yeah. all the time. Tow truck Mike. That's how. I mean. he yeah. put, Mike put me into the tow truck shit. Like that's how I started. Wreck. It's funny. Yeah. Wreck chasing tow trucks. I started. I told Giz, I'm like, yo, I want to uh, wreck chase. He like, all right. Literally made a phone call next day. Rick was like, yo, come to the auto body place. I had a right. tow truck that night. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I was like, what the fuck? It's like, like, what you was waiting on? <laughs> like, we've we been I, waiting I, on you, baby. I was out wreck chasing. I got tired with that shit. I'm like, I just want to tow. Like, go to work. Like, straight toes. Like, yeah. go to work. Not Because this shit, we, somebody going to get killed out here. With this. I don't know if you ever, like. No, no, nigga. I, wor- I worked for Enterprise, right? Wreck I wor- shit gets I worked crazy, for though. Enterprise in the worst neighborhoods in Philadelphia. Fucking Germantown, uh, Wayne and Shelton, South Philly. Front in Oregon, the worst area for wreck chasing in the universe. You, All of them fucking crooked ass Italians that told on somebody back in the day they own a body shop now and still think they gangsters and shit like we that. We had a ball down. Uh, Tenta Snyder was doing stack drops. Like you bring him in a car with full coverage, he give a thousand dollars cash, like from the rip. You bring three, four cars a week. You know what I'm saying? Quick four, four thousand. So that shit was like. I remember it was an accident one night on Pash Young Bridge. We had Southwest. Me, Giz, Bernard. Fucking Malcolm, Big J, like you know everybody. Sound like it's about to be a Mexican standoff. You know everybody (laughs) when you do it, but on the other side of Passion, it's all Italian motherfuckers. You ever see the trucks that say Center City towing or Rocco's? Those are the ones that be uh, like at the underpass over there on uh, Seventh Street and all that shit. They got South Philly, and then you go up north. It's dudes. It's a certain section. It's it's section the fuck. For those of you that don't know enough about tow truck driving and wreck chasing in Philly, you better off joining the Bloods or you better off joining the gang. (laughs) You better off joining the gang. same level of danger but we we had saw because i used to literally sit at purple orchid 61st and passion yeah. i used to be there in that lot all the time me and giz would be out there with bernard and jay accident comes out over the police scanner check for auto accident pass young bridge i'm like this is about to get i already know <laughs> you know what i'm saying the accident is on the bridge so it's it's 
all the Negroes from Southwest with tow trucks, yeah. and then all of the 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 Paisans <laughs> from, from that side. We meet at the top of the bridge, and the cop don't even like. It's so much arguing and confusion this was going when the on. Rotation shit was going on, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be like a certain right. Yeah, and it 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 was just absolute mayhem, and I'm just like. <laughs> My heart ain't in this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not. Like, I, I don't want to do this. It's like, like I'm going to have to kill Mike O and Mike E for this fucking yeah, car. Just, I remember the, the chick I knew, she got into a car accident up on the boulevard and called me like, Can you come tow my, my car? Nope. I'm like, no, nah, I'll come get it. Whatever. <laughs> I get up there. It was so many flatbeds. Niggas was, I'm talking about pissed, like yeah. ice grilling. I'm just like, forgot. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> my this, bad is, this, is like this is like the Warriors. <laughs> it's, it's like I'm by myself out here with the Follies, and now I got to fucking make my way out of North, North, uh, East. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I wanted to drive wreck chase. Give, when, I, yeah. when I say I want to tow, next day Maraud hit me up from out fucking Kasha Hawk and yeah, uh, Mike called, you know what I'm saying, whatever, whatever. I got a brand new F-250, you know what I'm saying, you come do it. All right. Yeah. Literally, and that led me into wanting to get my CDL and then trucking and SEPTA yeah. now with me going overseas and shit. So, you know. I like, remember when when the new uh, BMW 6s first came mm-hmm. out, the two-door Jones, he had a white one. He had a gray M6. Uh, he had and it was John. He was outside of uh fucking Soul Control with oh, the John, yeah. and I'm like, what the fuck? You know, he's like related to Reefy and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Shout out to Reefy, that's my yeah. man. And, and, and Jules, you know what I'm saying? Shout out him. He was going through it this week with like everything because you know we was all we grew up together. Yeah. Me and Giz went to fucking Pepper together. You know what I mean? And uh, I I said it the other day on IG. I'm like, yo, literally, it was like it was a little span where like every two weeks this motherfucker would hit me up. Yo, cuz where you at? I'm at the crib. All right, I got some new shit you got to drive. And he'll pull up, and the nigga had a Lightning. Remember the Lightnings, the F-150 Lightnings? I remember he had the Lightning, left, came back. Maybe like two days later, my man Rick and Dickie was like, and here come a beer with that fucking Lightning. I'm like, that ain't a Lightning. That shit's huge. <laughs> he had an SRT-10. He's the first motherfucker i ever seen yeah. with an SRT-10. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. RT-10 Viper, silver joint. He, it, cr- funny, funny story. It was a stick shift. And I was like, oh, I got to drive this joint. He's like, you know how to drive stick? I'm like, yeah. We get in that joint. <laughs> He's like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck. But he, he low-key taught me how to drive a stick because I didn't know what the fuck yeah. I was doing. But the Lightning, the Viper truck, the he had a white 650, a gray M6, the tan 750 on the Ford Genados. Yeah. Dually. It, just, it was like every All couple. G-Wagon. It, just, yeah. it, it was just like, all right. I'm about to just cut all the bullshit and ask gifts for a brick. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it's like something's going yeah. on that I don't know. But no, he really was just kept his credit right and was really on some truck shit. Yeah. And just like, yeah, like I fuck with cars. You know what I'm saying? That was his thing. Like, no, I remember no bullshit. Eighth grade, this nigga was bringing DuPont registries to school. And we was just like, the fuck is that? Yeah. He's like, man, this is this where they sell all the whips. This all the Beamers. This all the Bentleys. This all the Ferraris. And we just like... You know we got a science project, dude. <laughs> you got to make a volcano today, <laughs> nigga. This nigga's 12, and that's all the fuck he yeah. cared about was cars. That was his twist. You know what I mean? But, yeah, good dude. And I I was just talking about it on Instagram today. Like, check on your folks because you really never know what people is going through. And, like, I went through it. Like, depression is real. You know what I'm saying? It's a real live thing. So, definitely, you know, you want to check on your people. It's, it's funny because we, 
look back on all the fun times and all of the shit that we did and said and things that went on and you just sit back and you just like it's a young brother who life just shouldn't have ended yeah. that abruptly. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, they had a, a memorial service for him yesterday. I couldn't go to it, but they had it out uh, Parkside or whatever. And, um, yeah, you know, it's life is crazy. Like, yeah, you know, th- this week was was wild. And then, like I said, uh, Mr. Williams, that's my old head, except, I mean, like, when I started there, he just fucked with me from the jump. Like, literally my first day he was just like young blood you gonna be all right with me go have a seat like he would literally you be in the book for overtime and you'd be like man i don't feel like working tomorrow he'd be like man come get that six hours because in my joint you come and you sit for overtime and wait for a run open up yeah but he would know ain't no runs just come get the free he would tell you come get it when you get here we're gonna go get some breakfast you come in Go get breakfast and chill. He know he already yeah. know you getting paid today. You ain't do it. Like he was that cool. Like yeah. just you want to switch. It's funny the day I met Lee, me and Marty swapped runs. I was supposed to work the sixty that day, and Marty was supposed to work the nine. And we was at the window. Marty don't like white people, and I hate the hood. <laughs> so I was just like, can we swap? This is perfect, Mr. Williams. On play? I don't give a fuck. Go ahead, whatever. Like they, he was just that cool yeah. all the time about everything, and he had a a spot on his liver. And, um, yeah, they, once they found that, it was like, you know, it was pretty much like downhill kind of fast or whatever. But he, um, yeah, he had stage four cancer. So, you know, he, um, he was 60, 66, 66, but he had 40, 43 years in. He was the, uh, union rep for all of the dispatchers. And he was real big in the Masonic thing. His uh, service is Friday at Deliverance on uh, Lehigh. Yeah. So I know it's going to be a big deal. The fact that it's there. Yeah. You know, Deliverance wants your W-2s <laughs> when you. <laughs> it's crazy. But, you know, like to become a member, they need your W-2s. Yeah. And like, we need to see where you're going to sit and how much you can afford. To... Yeah, no, we, we need the 10%. Yeah. Like the 10% is real. We need ours. It says right here that you made 104 last year. So. Yeah, yeah we need 10,004. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. forget the four. Don't, please don't forget <laughs> please the four. Please don't forget the four. <laughs> Pastor gonna have a fit. You forget the floor. <laughs> like, yeah. But now I was dealing with that this week. Um, you know, my life still is like kind of all over the place because I'm still going through the the most. It's it's weird. It's like since the whole weight loss thing went like viral, yeah. it's like I'm in the gym and I mean like some of the questions. Some I'm working out the other day and two boys walked up on me and was like, "Yo, cuz we seen you on World Star. Made me go to your page like." Yo, you really, really crushing it, bro. And I'm just like, yeah. He was like, so yo, when you, uh, when you, I'm just like, look, bro, I don't, <laughs> like, like. So losing weight to turn you into Billy Blank? Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't have no tips. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know what to I tell I can't you. help you. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm still dealing with that. And we went, you, I don't know, you, 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 you tweeted it yesterday. I was talking about how I wanted a filet. Yeah. Right. So all day I kept, cause it was funny. I went to Sam's Club yesterday and. You know, on the weekends they put the good samples out. The lady was making filet mignon in the like, little my chance. in the little pan. No, that's what made me want it. So yeah. I, I went past. I got a little cup, ate it. I'm like, damn, fucking, I had steak if ever. I'm like, god damn, that shit tastes great. So I, I walked over to the like the little the bread section and came back, got another one. I'm like, I'm gonna just do it real coy, get it, and I say <laughs> not, not even look at it, make no eye contact. I get it. You know I'm here, man. Bust that down. I'm like, cool. So I come back up to get another one, like on some going towards the salmon and shit. She was like, you just want to buy some plate? It's right here. I'm just like, nah, nah. And it just, you know, whatever, whatever. She was like, get one. You get three in a pack for $18. I'm like, nah, it's cool. So that's like, I'm going to go to a restaurant and get a filet. So don't go get me a $54 filet instead of these three. What's crazy is, though, I was on a tip like, 
I didn't feel like going to Del Frisco's. I didn't feel like going to... Uh, Isn't Del Frisco's a headache? It's a headache. <laughs> I didn't feel like going to Roof Chris because I really didn't feel like getting dressed up. I said, yeah. I had on a jogger set with sneaks. And it, I was like, I can go to Sugar House, use my comps and go to Hugo's. But I called and it was like, yeah, uh, it's so booked that the reservation joint was like closed. Damn. So I'm like, all right. So all, long story short, it whittled all the way down to, let's just go to Longhorn. And I'm like... <laughs> All right, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Go get a filet from Longhorn. Yeah. You figure it's got to be the same thing. Granted, it's $22, and these Jones are 60 It's got to be the same thing. And uh, it was it was not a good thing. Wasn't experience. the same thing? It, the steak was cool, but just I've really I've reached my, like, limit with people. Like, I can't fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, people just ain't for me. A good I, place you know, to realize I, that. Say it again. So that's a good place to realize that. Yo, Especially on a Saturday night at Longhorn, that shit is like bumping. Like you, it's going I, crazy. I, I, listen, I did because the last time I went to Longhorn was like a Monday in the middle of the day. So Regular it's like shit. you yeah. come in, it's wide open. Yeah, where you want to sit? Yeah, where you, you yeah. want to make your own steak? We walked in, and I mean the lobby was like cracking, and I mean like it's old people with walkers. Like this is a real thing. So I went to Longhorn on City Line mm. Ave on a Thursday one time. Me and my man Flash. We was having some meeting or whatever. He wanted to go to Longhorn and get this fucking salmon. And I'm just sitting there like 42 minutes in and waiting. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if this was the best idea. We came in and they was like, yeah, it's going to be a 35-minute wait. I was like, for what? Motherfucker, for what? Like, <laughs> he was like, for a seat. And like, I'm like, people eat this shit? That's it, yo. <laughs> and Lee, Lee was like, you acting so snobbish right now. And I'm just like, I can't believe this is going on. <laughs> like, waiting 35 minutes in here seems Crazy! I'm flabbergasted. So 28 minutes into the wait, I'm like, I'm, I'm about to just pay somebody to get the fuck in front of him. Long story short, though, got the steak and it was just like, wasn't worth the wait. Like more than half of it is in the refrigerator right now because you know, I can't. You know, yeah. it was funny. You was like, yeah, let me get a one ounce. I'm like, no, I'll take the six ounce, but I'm definitely going to need a box. It's like, but um, yeah, I I, I realized though, being I, I people just, and it's funny because you mentioned something about being over 2019. Oh, yeah. We can start the show with that. Yeah, I quit. That's how I be feeling sometimes. Like, I just quit. Yeah. Like, I was just sitting here, like, chronicling, like, all of the stupid shit that's happened so far in 2019. And I'm like, yo, it's March 10th. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's March 10th. We haven't completed a quarter yet. Uh, The government was shut down for a record time in history. That did happen this year. Uh, Trump and his wall. It was the cause of the government shutdown. Yeah. Uh, Trump's lawyer told on him in open court, but provided no evidence to what exactly yeah. he's saying that he did. Uh, there was literally a plane crash yesterday that killed 157 people. I knew nothing Eth- about this. On Ethiopia uh, Air. Where was the crash at? Uh, somewhere in the Middle East. Mm. Everybody on board died. And they said that the pilot was, quote unquote, excellent. And I'm like, not really. I mean, if it was like an engine malfunction or something, like that's like that's the scale. Like your car die on the Platte Bridge, so you know what I'm saying. At the end of the day, it's still a machine. It's a machine, yeah. Like that's scary though. Uh, but the thing that particularly just has me over this year altogether, uh, DJ Academics made a video mm-hmm. on uh, I knew nothing about on YouTube today. And the title was Nicki Minaj's boyfriend impresses her with how hard he hits. Yeah, I saw Nicki Minaj post a video of him swinging on a thing at a carnival. I didn't understand why everybody was tripping on. I don't understand why anybody gives a fuck. They were literally on Twitter like, oh, my God, he's such a protector. And I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? I'm like, imagine being DJ Academics and sitting your fat ass down at your computer like slow news day. Got to pump this shit out. 
No. Yeah. The video's a minute and 15 seconds. Yeah, I saw it, and I, I didn't understand why people were even... Why was it even... I don't understand why it was on, even posted, but... I don't think why anybody cared past her posting it on her page. Mm. That's, I, I didn't understand that But that's that just at where all. we are. Like, we just... We, like, at the circus, like, at all times, like, as Yo, people. like, real live, like, life is... It's it's a circus. I, I drive to six now. Bro, no need to uh, show him on. And I in my mind, I was like, yo... This got to be better than Lehigh Avenue, better than Allegheny, you know, down Kensington and shit. Not really. Not really. <laughs> like, you know, it... Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It, it's just... It... P- people are nuts. Niggas is going nig everywhere they go. Yo, I saw a lady pee on the corner the other day. Three in the afternoon. Like, I'm talking about broad daylight. Gotta go, you gotta go. This bitch wasn't hiding. <laughs> Just on the corner. I'm driving like, this bitch peeing? She's squatting, peeing. Kids walking past like, yo, trying to film. And I'm just like, what's happening? It's wild, man. It's wild out there. And I'm just like, yeah, like, people just not my thing. And I, I was saying the other day, like, like Ra, Ra, my man, you know I love him, and I'd be like, if Ra was a dog, our relationship would be so much better. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I just people just he a human at the end of the day, so it's just like I'm cool. It's like ah, I'm gonna talk to you, gonna talk back to yeah, me. Yeah, I'm gonna say something, and eventually you are gonna say something that's gonna irritate me. But I'm gonna have to say something back, and then we gonna be at a stalemate. Like it was funny because Ra today was on Twitter talking about how LeBron's not top five anymore, and I'm like. You're out of your fucking mind. He was like, you really think he's still the best player in the league? I'm like, dog, he's averaging a 30-point triple-double on 60% shooting in his 16th year. Yes. His whole starting team is hurt. He's running with Caruso. <laughs> the whole Yo, team is I, hurt. I seen Mo Wagner out there getting busy the other <laughs> night. Wagner did like some around-the-world layup shit. I said, yeah, it's bad. So I'm like, dog, Kuzma's hurt. Ingram's hurt. Lance Stevenson's hurt. Lonzo's hurt. The whole team is fucking hurt. It's literally LeBron. Uh, it's Bron and them. It's Bron, Rondo, and and three other guys. They were talking about bringing Mark uh, Ing- Mark. Uh, the bull for last year, number 20. Oh, it's, about, it's almost time. Yeah, like they already <laughs> put him back out there. So Rob was like, well, who, who your top five in the league? And I'm just like, ah, shit. <laughs> I shouldn't have started this. That train, that top five train is never late. Because now I got, and, and that's where I be with people. It's like, you you say something and they go, like the other day, bull got on the bus. We, uh, we actually, when I was, Wreck chasing, he was trying to get a CDL, and I I don't know what really happened or whatever, whatever. But he knew me from tow truck because yeah. he used to be with Nardish. He got on a six the other day. Oh shit, Matt! God damn, I didn't even realize. Yo, what's up? Well, I'm like, what's up with you? He was like, man, nothing. The show. Let me tell you, and I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> why? why? <laughs> like, I'm just like, why did I say? Yo, something? no bullshit. I've hid from people. I, I, I did ask to myself. I was like, I look so different than I looked a few years ago. <laughs> what if when he would have been like, yo, Matt, what's up? I'd have just been like, beg pardon? Matt. My name Henry. <laughs> and like, what if I'd have really just like acted that out? Would he have gone and just like, oh shit, my fault, cousin, sat down? Yo, I told you about the one nigga I bumped into. I was in, uh, I was at a 7-Eleven on Frankfurt Avenue, on the Frankfurt part of Frankfurt Avenue, at 9 in the morning. Dog. I'm dropping somebody off at work. I go into 7-Eleven. Nigga like, oh shit, Chad? Chad Fane? I'm like, motherfucker. 
Yeah, when they say your last name, <laughs> it's a wrap. Keep in mind, to this day, I have no clue who this motherfucker is. He like, damn, bro, I ain't seen you since Florence Ave. We used to be such, 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 such. Yeah. Ain't that crazy? How your brother doing? I'm like, yo, this nigga really know me. He like, yo, because I just got out like two days yeah. ago and shit. I'm in a little halfway house joint over here. You know, I'm trying to get such, such. Let me get $2, man. I said, you know what? Today you're lucky. Then I'm going to give you $20. Here you go. I'm, I'm like, I get in the car. I'm like, uh, who the fuck was that? Nigga, I still don't know. Nigga the other day was talking on the bus. He's going off about his BM and his little sister. His little sister's BM fighting. The bitch stole the TV. Now his sister looking at him crazy. And I'm just like, oh, my God. So we getting up towards Sheltonham Mall. And I'm like, yo, um... Cause it's only like three more stops. I'm like, you going to the mall? He like, nah, I was gonna actually get off at Godfrey, but I'm, I'm, I'm ride around with you, and I'm just like, crash, just crash. That's what I'm telling myself. Like, just driving to a pole. Like, no, they gonna, I'm, they gonna I'm have to around with you. They gonna have to get off. Like, I can't. Like, people literally, they start going and talking, and I just literally be like, why are you doing? This? Stop. Please. <laughs> why are you doing this to me? Why are you why doing you this me to this? me? Yeah, man. But that's that's where I've gotten yo. Like this. People today, the, the the parade shit downtown, just yo, I walk. Dog, listen, the, you know when there's a parade on Market Street. You, 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 <laughs> we got about six parades a year. We got Mummers, Thanksgiving, St. Patrick's Day, Christmas. What's the other one? Uh, the M- Memorial Day and Veterans Day. Yeah. You know this shit. And the people on the bus, and I'm just like, yo, um, I'm going down around the uh. Eakins, Eakins Oval at uh, the Parkway. Yeah. Taking Vine Street straight down to 12th. That's going to be the last stop. Y'all want to go downtown? Get off at Broad and Vine. Take the train. Go underground. Take the train down to Market, and then you can change over to the L. Yeah. We get to Broad and Vine. Yo, you not turning? You don't see all these white people <laughs> with skirts and shit <laughs> all going that way. No. They like, damn, what's happening? I'm like, St. Patrick's Day. The one nigga was like, they doing this shit again? I'm like, every year. Every year, bro. Every year. It's on schedule like a motherfucker. I remember when the mummer shit happened. I told the motherfucker, they was like, damn, dog, the mummer shit today? I'm like, for 138 years. I think it's the 139th mummer's parade today. Like, this shit has happened every year. Yo, Taylor, cut your mic on. I need to ask you a question. Yeah. When the fuck is St. Patrick's Day? Because the shit starts in February now. Yeah. Uh, I actually thought it was Saturday because I saw a bunch of random white girls like <laughs> scattered with green. Yo. It turns out it's, it's next weekend. It's the 17th. Yeah. This shit starts like February 1st. You know, last year I was driving to 27, coming through Maniung. Bus was packed. On St. Pete was going down to the parade. Bunch of white folks with green and kilts and bagpipes and shit. And they had a bell. One of them had this big ass like Bro. cow bell. And he kept ringing it. And it literally got to where I pulled the bus over on the highway. And I was like, yo. Do not ring that bell again. If it rings again, I'm putting all of y'all off on 76. Do not ring the fucking bell. I pulled off, maybe went like half a mile, and the bell <laughs> rung, and I pulled the bus over. He was like, no, I dropped it. I dropped it. I'm sorry. I dropped it. He dropped it on the ground. I was so fucking hot, <laughs> Yo. They be tripping on St. Patrick's Day, dog. But yo, just, that shit literally—it's a countdown. Like yo. it's like every Saturday from the first of February until St. Patrick's Day is St. Patrick's Day. But just I, the more and more it goes on, yo, I really just be like, people just not my thing. It's just I tried, and I really there was a point in my life where I, I was saying this shit the other day. I really did like people. I like meeting people and. Going new places. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe I just got to go experience different cultures, experience different types of people, whatever. But just these people, 
it's it's just it's irritating. Like I get on seventy six, literally everybody's driving forty two miles an hour. It's frustrating as fuck. Yeah. I went down. We was down south. The speed limit seventy five, and everybody doing ninety. I mean, just gunning it right. like straight. And I'm just like, yeah, like this shit here. The traffic is annoying. People, the questions, the 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 attitudes and shit. You, it just be like, I don't know. Like I, I just. I mean, I I came to the conclusion about seven years ago that the average Philadelphian is not for me, and that we have nothing in common, and we don't think the same, we don't enjoy the same shit, we don't have the same values or the same moral compass or none of that shit. Mm. And yet, and still, somehow I've built a business around dealing with the average Philadelphian. I look at at some of the people, man, and just the goings-ons and just, what are you doing? Where, where are you going? What's what's today's, what, never mind five years or three years or yeah, you a year. you ask a motherfucker what their five-year plan is, they'll pull a gun on you. What? <laughs> <laughs> trying to play because? Five years. Smoke the shit out of you out here, trying nigga. to play because? I'm going to be upgraded for smoking your Yo. ass for five years. Fuck but like, what, five what, year plan. what's the goal for today? And that, John, be like... I'm driving a bus the other day. Two young boys get on the bus at Ogon's and where's the church, the big church? That's Shelton and Ogon's, right? Shelton and Ogon's, where the big church yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Mission of Christ, a guy, yeah, whatever yeah, it's yeah. called. That's Shelton and Ogon's. The next corner, it's like a little boxing MMA thing right there on the corner now. But um, that looks actually pretty dope. So black guy, but he be teaching kids MMA okay. and shit. That looked pretty fly. I don't know the name of it. I would give him a free plug. But... I pull to that corner, two young boys get on the bus, swipe the, the student transpasses, and the second young boy, like, real coy, was like, yo, close the door. And he, I'm I'm a nigga from Philly, so I'm like, is he trying to play me? That's, that was my reaction. I'm like, fuck is he talking about? And then I realized a bunch of other young boys running across the street in front of the bus to come on the bus, and I'm like, oh, they on his ass. <laughs> And I, I just, I watched it. So I didn't close the door. So the, 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 the husky young boy ran on the bus and, and he was like, pussy, hand me a rumble right now, dickhead. Like, fuck you think you talk? And I'm like, yo, yo, young boy, come on, off the bus. Like, we ain't even doing that. He like, no, OG, these niggas be thinking it's a game out here. It ain't. Like, what's up, pussy? Like, throw your fucking hands up. And the two young boys, they in the back of the bus now. And he's. Trying to get to the back of the bus, and all his little homies is jumping on, grabbing him like chill, Paco, chill, Paco. They yanking him off the bus, and I, I just popped a break and sat back, like you know that 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 picture with the young boy, like <laughs> I'm on this jump, just watching it. So finally, they they pulling the young boy off the. Everybody loves McDonald's fries, so yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home, um, but the bag did feel a little light. Bus and the, the the older people like yo, you need to take control of this. I'm, I'm not getting involved. Nothing to do with these animals. I'm not getting involved with this goofy shit. Go to my funeral. And I thought I'm it was I thought it this. was nuts because the the young boy that they was trying to get over he he screamed out, "You dead out here, nigga? You ain't getting no money out here, and I'm a fuck your bitch." And I was just like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, you guys, you might have smoked this little nigga. But to myself, I'm like, they children. They was like 14. You're not getting no money out here? I'm like, yo, they don't even have the opportunity to be kids anymore. Oh. We was riding bikes. He said, you're not getting no money out here, and I'm going to fuck you, bitch. And I was just like. Sounds like a challenge to me. I, 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 <laughs> 
don't and I, me, I hate sir. I hate seeing it because they kids and yeah. they and my my whole mind is just like yo it's it's nice like it was actually like fifty degrees that day it was nice out y'all got out of school early it was like one in the afternoon and I'm like how you not like trying to go get on something with a chick trying to go hang out with your homie go to the mall do do something like y'all yeah. doing this you know what I mean and the people looking at me like oh you need to like, I'm, like I'm the problem. Fuck these little gremlins yeah, that's and causing I, all this trouble. I'm I, the problem. And Freak. that's where I just be like, I like driving the bus and people get on. How you doing today, sir? Great. Go sit down. <laughs> all of this, I don't know what to do with it. I did as have I have nothing for that. I don't. It's just not my thing. And that's what I mean. It's like you get around folk and it's you realize that driving through a lot of these communities, everybody's just on top of everybody. Yeah. So it's just natural that Eventually, emotions, anger, all that shit is going to boil over. It's just too many people sure. next to each other. So, yeah, people just, it's just not my thing. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm trying. I really am. But, like, even when it comes, like, with you, the whole vanity situation, I be like, I'm going to go. <sighs> yeah, because it's like, I, like... If if we and I know it couldn't happen because it would it wouldn't make no sense. But it's like if you was like yo come to Vanity tonight, hey, yo man I got a section for you. All right, if I was to like get there, and it was just like me and you and some strippers, bet that's <laughs> cool. This is lit. Turn it up. <laughs> that's how it be. But I get there and it's it's all the moving parts and people yeah. going in and out and nobody's beard connects. It, it just puts me in a space where I'm just like, I don't know what's about to happen. Anxiety And overload. I think that's what it is, is my anxiety. I really... Last night, we was in the, the, the Longhorn. The dude came in Longhorn, walked right past the front counter. Already, I'm just like, where's he going? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what is he doing? He came walking into like the middle of the floor and had his hands in his pocket and was just like... Looking around. Like, this and I'm like, Yo, what the fuck is he doing? And Lee was like, he's probably looking for somebody. I'm like, looking for somebody to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, my anxiety, dog. <laughs> it start going crazy. I can't take it. I can't deal with it. You know what I mean? I just want to be around dogs. Because <laughs> I know they're not going to start like, clapping. Bro, come here real quick. Let me give you a hug. Man. Yeah. What you doing? But, um, Don't shoot this joint up, please. You, you had mentioned something that I, I wanted to touch on real quick. I forgot what it was. We were... Actually talking and having a good conversation. But fuck all that. Uh let's get with the shit. Yeah, let's get with the shits, man. Um uh, the R and R and B, uh This is what I'ma say about it's, it. It's having a legendary week. This, this is this is this is one thing I noticed the other day when it comes to these situations, right? Taylor, you, me. I know Ra would get it. I know Jules would get it. Carl and Love would understand. We all are so we are on social media. We're on there a lot. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and you've grown with just the new generation of technology and the way it's used as far as media, as far as interviews, as far as clips, as far as sound bites, all of that type stuff, right? Older folk that are like R. Kelly is really older than us. He's yeah, 52. 52 years old. Yeah. Jay Z and them is Jay's 68. Do you know all of them guys are old? They're Takashi, Soldier Boy, um, all of these guys, they use media as a way to 
basically go viral. Yeah. Takashi knows when he comes in here, stupid, that's going to ring the fuck moment. out. Yeah. When Soldier Boy shows up and says, Drake, Tiger, he knows that's going to ring out. Yeah. Older folks really don't understand <laughs> this new generation of media, social yeah. media, and everything in it. So you got like Birdman, where Birdman was being dead ass serious. I'm pulling up on you, nigga. Y'all finish it, y'all done. Y'all finish it, y'all done. He don't realize they're just going to take that, and that's just going to be a meme and a clip forever. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm serious. Is y'all like, is y'all finished or is y'all done? He's dead ass yeah. going off because he's like, y'all going to respect, respect me in here. He don't get, this is just going to be jokes yeah, you, for social media. Yeah, like, so R. Kelly <clears throat> shows up to do an interview not realizing we on this show. <laughs> like, wait for like, 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 as wait soon for as you start saying anything, it's going to be clip after clip. They, they chopped that clip down to the point where, you know, when, when she was like, um, play it real quick, Taylor. To, um, what was the part uh, about the uh, black room? Well, he said, Phew. do you have that? He was like, he said something. It's like, uh, it's like, yeah, they said that you had a black room. He's like, woo. No, he's he's like, he did that. <laughs> like he had a flashback. Yeah, they chopped that shit down and put this, the the uh, Trinidad James John pop the Molly. I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> they put that shit on there. They just, had another Trinidad James John. Right, he was like, uh, uh, something about. All women. Oh, I'm an old man that like all women. <laughs> so Kells don't really, Kells, Birdman, Jay-Z, these older guys really don't understand. That's all we waiting for when the interview do pop is we yeah. waiting for the clips. They That's it. They don't understand it. the art of media. And because they don't, they, the media has, it's not like back in the day where yeah. like you look at Michael Jackson's video. In, in, oh, remember the John? Light skin. I'm an older man that love all oh, women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> When Michael Jackson did the initial uh, press release for the initial sex charge, uh, whatever, molestation charges, where he was talking about the cops taking pictures of his penis and all that shit, that would have got torn to shreds. But at the time, it was like a serious thing. Now it ain't like that. Media is just consumed in such a different manner. It's comedy and everything. Exactly. And and you have people that are on the internet waiting Mm -hmm. to Pounce on whatever it is. Motherfuckers is waiting to just straight up take the clip, chop it, put their at name on it, and get some followers. Yeah. That's it. The boy Munch Dank, the one that uh, that went viral for the uh, Takashi shit, mm-hmm. the stupid, you don't get the chance, stupid. Yeah. He's just waiting. Like, he's just in the crib just like, oh, this is great. Once like, the boys took the, uh, remember the, the uh, I forgot his name, when they when they broke into the sister's house and tried to rape her, we got a rapist here in whatever the fuck it was, Park. Hide your kids, hide your wife, that boy. Once they took that video and they chopped it up and made a song out of it, the song got like 100 million downloads and they made like millions. After that shit, they're waiting. They're just trying to go viral and make some money off of it. Because they realize that it's like a loophole in terms of like creationism and like copyrights and all of that shit because it's consumed for public it's put out for public consumption Mm -hmm. it's the news so it's like fair use so when you put like shit on the news and stuff like that it's like oh this is this belong to us this is our shit so it's like when when r kelly does a a, a however long interview with fucking cbs nightly news it's like oh yeah no we we gonna chop this shit up like some good fit and all like this shit gonna be gonna keep feeding gonna feed the hood for four months my main three takeaways from the r kelly situation who the hell is his benefactor? 
Listen. <laughs> <laughs> do you know Taylor? Who who do he keep running to to get this money off? He gave him a hundred grand to get out the first time, right? Was it a hundred or a hundred and fifty? A hundred. Hundred the first time. Yeah. They got he gets out. He was well, out one ten, you gotta pay ten percent kicker. He was out for what? A week and a half? He tried to do damage control. Y'all put your fucking shoes on. Come on, we going to New York. Take the little girls to New York. Well, not little girls, but they grown women. But take them to New York. He do the interview. It was like they booked him, like, leaving out the interview, it felt like. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they got him for the child support situation. And I'm thinking, like, okay, yeah, Kells might have to sit. And then the, the, the uh, not the lawyer, the black boy with the dreads. His, uh. What is he to him? He's a, um, not Publicist. Oh, publicist. He um he came on the drone like, yeah, Kells will probably be out in the next day or so. And I'm like, yeah. Sure enough, next day, Kells posts 161 yeah. for back child support. I'm just like. Like, we made jokes about. Uh, we made jokes about uh, R. Kelly and his friends uh, last show two weeks ago. Uh, I had to retract. I need friends like R. Kelly, mm-hmm. apparently. This motherfucker. He got 261 and free bread in the last two weeks. Yeah, like free chicken. <laughs> Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Like, like we can't have Kel, we can't have the king of R and B locked up. We gotta, we gotta get Kells up out of this. It's crazy because I really was on the tip, like, yo, Kells might have to sit for this joint. Nah, not, and, not really. And they was like, no, Kells is going. <laughs> Kells to coming home, home, baby. And uh, I don't like Gail. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really liking her or Oprah right now. The internet at, is not fucking with them at all. My thing is this: in 2019, with all of this happened, there's really no reason to interview R. Kelly. Did that make any sense? Yeah. Unless he's coming in to say, you know what? I'm fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I like some shit happened to me. You know, when you hurt, you hurt others. And he's confessing like for unless it's that yeah. like a tell all. There's because you y'all know what y'all doing. And I looked at her and Oprah and this week because, you know, they go, they dropped the interviews. Oprah did the, the leaving oh, Neverland, yeah, whatever the shit. fuck it was. Yeah. And then you know they got the podcast, and it's just like you know that's gonna you know it's just like it's it's, it's sensationalism. Yeah, and, and it's like yo, for yo, Oprah. Yeah, and that was my joint. Like for Oprah to have like her big head in this situation, it just it it just seemed like bullshit for the sake of it. They've been burning Oprah comments down on social media for days now. I can believe it. Like for days now, and my whole thing is. There, uh, an interview resurfaced in the last couple of days with Michael Jackson with Oprah mm-hmm. around the time when the shit was going on mm-hmm. 20-something years ago. And I ain't never heard Michael Jackson talk like this as far as how 
aggressive in how like matter of fact he was about the shit that he was saying. He's like, this is a witch hunt and they doing this, that, and the third. I know these people. I took care of these people. I did da 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 da. And as soon as shit start to go left, or they had some financial trouble, now they want to try to put it on me. He's like, furthermore, you got these music industry people that basically told me you're making moves that's going to make it extremely hard for us to support you. And whatever comes as a result of you buying all this publishing fucking catalog and all of this shit and the power that you're trying to wield in these negotiations and telling us what you gonna get and what you're not gonna get and all that shit is we're we're coming after you like and we're going to use the media to destroy you Mm -hmm. and i'm not surprised because the same fucking news media told dave Chappelle, if you don't do with the if you don't take this 50 m's we're going to tell the whole world you addicted to crack and you ran to south africa and by the time he landed in fucking ohio everybody was running with that fucking story right so it's like this is not like the fucking the illuminati may not be real so did did you watch the michael jackson documentary I'm not watching that shit. I, I, I I'm, I'm not trying. I tried. I watched 25 minutes of it, and it, it just got to the point where it was just like the shit they were saying was just like so disturbing to where it was just like I was like, I, I was like yeah this this ain't it you know what I mean and the two kids well they're not kids now they're grown yeah. Wade and whatever the other kid's yeah. name is they literally under oath defended him against another allegation Multiple times. from another kid. more than once and I'm just like. How the fuck do this ain't making it's not making any sense? Here's the thing, right? Wade perjured legally perjured himself in court because he went on oath under oath twice saying Michael Jackson did not do these things. My parents tried to convince me to lie on him. And I don't believe he did what this other kid is saying because I was there and nothing crazy happened. Then years later, he tried to come back and sue and the judge at the fucking civil level said this is some bullshit you can't sue because you already swore under oath that these things didn't happen so how are you trying to sue now oh my my memory was fucked up and my mom jogged my memory and blah 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 and there was like a four page email a back and forth between him and his mom of him like her leading him into Mm -hmm. these answers of like what which would be like admissible in court to like the uh, the burden of proof for like yeah. a lawsuit and shit. This same person had a collection of things that Michael Jackson gave him. He went to a he got so fucked up. He went to an auction house to sell it. He tried right. to sell it anonymously, and they said he was like, "I don't want my name on it." Blah blah blah. They said, "Well, we never agreed to that." They marketed it as the Wade Robinson collection yeah. and sold the shit, and he made like forty something thousand dollars, or whatever, like that. So that was an embarrassing moment. Then he tried to come back and uh and sue. The family and somebody else, and they put a countersuit on him, and then he dropped the shit. So it's just like, yo, this is a person that has zero credibility. Like from a legal standpoint, he has he's exhausted all legal ramifications mm-hmm. on trying to financially profit from this situation. So now it's like, all right, let me find, let me try to sell my story to a scumbag buyer that will believe what I'm saying and f- help fund the fucking lie to keep this shit going. Yeah, and I, I look at it like, <clears throat> excuse me, with the, I forgot the director's name, but it, I I guess I can understand the the angle. My biggest thing was Oprah doing the, the after show. Because HBO, and, and HBO in their minds had to be like, oh, we're going to have a hit with this one. It's going to be like Surviving R. Kelly times two. Like, yeah. it's, you know that shit like, wasn't even like a trending thing. Like People just wrote it off from the rip. Yeah. But to see Oprah do the, the after show with them and the director is just like, 
Oprah. What what gives? Like, do you you know her and Mike was never really like yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I remember it's funny because every it, the whole time I watched the after show, all I could think about was you ever see Jamie Foxx where he was talking about how irritated Michael Jackson would. He had an interview with Oprah where she was like asking him like annoying questions, and like you could see he was like you could see Mike looking at her like, well, what about your fat ass, Oprah? Like, <laughs> and, he, and he kept calling her Oprah, <laughs> and that's all I could think about like Oprah fucking tripping this week. Oprah, what did you do? And it's like, yo, Mike's dead. Mike been dead for a while. I saw people on Twitter like, oh, so let me, so wait, R, Mike is guilty and R. Kelly is innocent. I'm like, there y'all go with them apples and oranges again. Yeah, no, I'm like, let's take every case by its own, I'm like, on its own. This face. ain't that, yeah. and and that ain't this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, An- go ahead. Another point I want to make, right? Somebody was like, people were trying to make the point, well, if he's not guilty, then why why was he paying these people off and this and that? I said, y'all don't understand, number one, business. Y'all don't understand law neither. And now you're combining business with law, which you understand neither of. So let's put them both together. I got a you, good, I got you, a good you, drunk. You, you don't understand shit. So let's just go ahead and, and do that first. In order for there, in 90% of the states of the United States, there has to be a criminal filing that precedes a civil lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I can't sue you for something that you did to me for criminal negligence until I go to court and put a put on the record that you did this to me. Right. Even if the court drops it, they don't accept it, whatever, I have to at least file before I can sue you. It's like when they sued OJ for wrongful death. Wrongful death. After and P, and I saw I remember I remember being in school, motherfuckers like, oh, they only salty because OJ got not convicted. And I'm like, you niggas, man. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> You niggas is doomed. <laughs> Y'all stupid. You stupid. niggas doomed. Y'all are special like, stupid. You can't fucking charge somebody civilly without the criminal. So you, you it don't work. So like that's that. so that's the first thing. Secondarily, when it comes to business, my my the owner of Vanity, my partner, uh, we'll call him John M. for the sake of this fucking example. He gets 10 frivolous lawsuits mm-hmm. a year. Anybody in a big Just business. Just regular Jones. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's not Michael Jackson or OJ or R. Kelly, once upon a time, rich. And he gets regularly 10 a year that come across his desk between all of his different brands that he owns. And it could be a slip and fall. It could be uh, uh, racial discrimination. It could be... Uh, a bouncer punched me in my face. Dog, it could listen, be, it could be anything. I had to go down to SEPTA for uh, company court. The lawyer that was on the case, the lady said a panel fell in the back of the bus and hit her on the head and I, while I was driving. I'm just like, what the hell am I here for? You know what yeah. I mean? But I was like, how many cases you got going on right now? Yo, he had two folders that was this yeah. big. He was like, these are just mine. It's 22 of us in all. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's, it's literally people who just sue, sue. That's just what they do. He's like, I got one lady down here today. She's on her like eighth lawsuit or something. Yeah. She like anything that happens, she she sues something. I'm just like, yeah, that's fucking. Yeah, stub nuts. my toe, sue something. Anything. Because at the end of the day, with a the type of analysis of business, so John M. or Septa or Michael Jackson or O.J. Simpson or whatever, they're gonna look and they're gonna say, all right, this person is suing me for fifty thousand dollars. That mean they gotta split it with their lawyer sixty six thirty three. So what that means is that they would take. 
$12,000 right now not to go to court. Right. So if it's going to cost me 25000 to retain to my it. lawyer to fight this shit, I'm going to give this stupid motherfucker twelve five and get them the fuck out of my face and have it written so that they cannot redo this again or try to re-litigate uh, me for this fucking settlement. Mm -hmm. Out of 10 lawsuits, three getting a settlement from the rip before you even look at the motherfucker. Right. Like, what they asking for? Give them the, you know what I'm saying? If you a big enough business and a big enough of a deal, just give them the, what they asking I, I wanna, for. I want to offer them 40%. I wanna, that's what I was about to speak on. Did you watch the Trump documentary yet? No, I haven't. You're playing watch. games. Did you watch it, Taylor? <laughs> Is he over there? No. You got to watch it, yo. What's it on? It's on the biography channel. It's called the Trump Dynasty. The first part is about his pop and his grandpop and how he like oh, I have to watch his this. pop, like basically how they got their money. Gotcha. The second part is about how he basically finessed the casinos and the hotel and all of that bullshit. And then the third part is how he finessed the presidency and shit. And <laughs> Trump really is like I know we hate him. He's a dickhead. I don't He's, hate him. Hey, listen. He might be the greatest. Like, how, all you niggas that like scamming chicks out of money and like lying. And do, <laughs> watch you, these documentaries. The, the finesse levels that the Trump family pulled off. Yeah. It, it, it's for him to come off as so dumb and just, you know, when he talks, I peeped it like he really is kind of slow. He basically says the same thing over and over, but changes the like the, the word. The yeah. It's like my father's a great man, you know, great man. He's very great. Like, that's how he talks. It's the same <laughs> shit over and over. But the way that they finesse their money and the way it's it's genius. So his grandfather comes to America. You know, they're like German. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grandfather comes to America at the time during the gold rush, the Yukon gold rush up in the mountains out in the northwest. So grandfather goes out there and instead of actually going to mine for the gold, he says the miners are going to need somewhere to stay. He opens a hotel. You know what I'm saying? He has some money from over there. He opens a hotel up on the, like, the mountain peak where they was actually, right. you know what I'm saying? Where they working at. Dudes was bringing horses out there because, you know, it's the 1800s and shit. They literally, the horses would go through so much, like, turmoil and strife that the horses would die. And they had a thing called Horse Valley where, like, people, they was just throwing dead horses' bodies over the shit. He figured out a way to get the dead horses out of there and started filleting them and basically started serving the horse meat in the restaurant of the hotel so he didn't have to pay. It's just nuts watching the way they did all of this shit. But <laughs> long story short, Trump's father, they was always in the real estate. His father was like basically he was getting FHA approved funding to open. To, to Basically, they was like without the FHA. There would be no Trump. There is no Trump. You know what I'm right. saying? Because they was basically after the market crash in like 29, they trying to get everything. FHA was approving so much grants and loans and building Jones, and his pop just swooped in and was getting all of the contracts, yeah. building homes, building homes, building homes. So he had some money. His biggest thing he did was a big-ass high-rise in Queens called Trump Village. Trump, Trump Village. These motherfuckers was not giving apartments to black tenants. Like, if you came there and was black and applied for an apartment, nope, they would put that. a big C on your application and put that shit over there. And then they would basically hit you like, oh, everything's already leased up in the Trump Gardens, but we have another location. And they would send niggas over there like that. So they was like, the day that they did it, it was like, not the NAACP, but I think some coalition, I forgot what the name of it was. Mm -hmm. They went there to see an apartment. It Maybe was the a, ACLU or something like that. I think that was it. It was a black guy out of college, had a nice job, proper dude, came to see the apartment. 
the guy was like, yeah, but this one's not available right now. But they do have another apartment like this in a different location. Just leave your application. Boom, boom, boom. Black guy leaves. White lady comes in right after him, sees the apartment. The guy hands her the lease. She was with him. <laughs> right. She said walking out like. She's like, I'm in tears because she's like, I already know what this means. Like, it's discriminatory. You know what I mean? Come out. They walk back in together. And the the leasing manager was like, hey, look, I'm just be- doing what I'm told. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so these motherfuckers sue Trump, his dad, Trump Village, and their whole company Old or whatever. Palmer. Trump was so arrogant was like, because it was a federal situation. It became a federal thing. Yeah. And he was like so arrogant, like, we can beat him. And Trump dad was like, you out of your mind. Nobody beats the feds. <laughs> and they were suing for, I think it was $6 million for discriminatory against people for not letting them live in a joint. Yeah. And they said Trump pop straight told him, it's going to be cheaper for us to just settle with him than to fight it. He said that shit yeah. on the joint like, damn, but that shit is real. Yeah. Like people be thinking like a settlement means, oh, guilt, I won. An and guilt. and no. a lot of times it really just be like, we ain't it's, trying to no, go through a, this it's shit. A, it's a financial analysis. It's a mitigation of funding. Yeah. Like it's like, all right, am I either going to give the money to the lawyer or am I going to the money to this motherfucker to make this shit go away and just cash, if it's class action, I'm going to just cash out everybody no. involved in one swoop and go about my fucking business. But yo, you really got to watch the Dubai. It's, it's I, a, I'm going to watch it tonight. It's a amazing at how he did the shit so what he did was he was into the real estate he had houses he was selling all over like new york he was basically his pop ran like queens but trump wanted manhattan so he started doing what his pop did came in behind him his older brother wasn't really fucking with it his older brother like wasn't like Trump Pop didn't like his older brother after a while because it was just like, yo, you a loser. And Trump Pop was like big on that. Like, it's winners and it's losers. Which one are you? And the older brother was like, I want to be an airline pilot. That was his dream was to fly a plane. And Pop was like, oh, you a loser. All right, bet. (laughs) So it was Pop like, stop fucking with him and shit because he ain't want to be in the family business. And his, you could tell his Pop was real snooty, didn't fuck with black folk, didn't fuck with nobody. Like, you know, they, it's wild. So basically, Trump came in after the older brother didn't want to do it, came in behind the pop, started doing the real estate shit. Trump's thing was, I got to brand myself. Like, he basically did what, the same thing he did for presidency. Like, use social media to basically, like, you know, he goes on, like, record now and he'll say something. And you can always go find the old tweet where he's saying the complete opposite and shit. It's like. He plays every side. Plays, it's, it's just wild. So yeah. basically what he did was the Forbes 400 was like a new thing. Yeah, I remember this was the 80s. So yeah. Forbes 400, it wasn't like it is now. The Forbes 400 was the 400 richest people in America. They had Trump on the Forbes 400 at being worth $50 million, I believe. They had him on it for $50 million the first year. Then they the next year had him on it for 100 this motherfucker created a fake person that was his finance manager. It was really him, though. <laughs> Basically called the director of the Forbes 400 like he was John, whatever the guy's name was. I'm the finance manager at Trump Industries. Y'all got him down for $100 million. That doesn't make sense. He's doing more business than $100 million maybe in a month. Y'all got this messed up. Da, 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 da. So... The guys on there from the Forbes 400, he was like, at the time, there was no real way to pinpoint 
the actual dollar net worth. Right. And he was like, if you're that big in business, you're not working for anybody. These are privately owned companies. Right. So you almost got to like, you're at the behest of the information yeah, that's which, given which to they you. They got to disclose the information for you to do the calculation. So he was like, when this guy tells me he's the finance manager for Trump, it's like, okay, it makes sense. And he starts telling me all these different things. So he was like, the next year on the Forbes 400, they bumped Trump up from $100 million to $200 million. He's like, the guy starts emailing me, calling me again, saying, Hey, look, you know, da 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 da. He's showing me all this stuff that they're, they're doing, blah blah blah. The next year, they really? up Trump up to his net worth was five hundred million now, and he was in the top twenty in the yeah. country. So, what Trump did was turn around and basically go to all these different banks. Like, I'm Donald Trump. You see me all the time on television. You see me at the fights. I'm worth five hundred million. I'm actually top twenty in the Forbes. And he was getting loans from all these banks <laughs> to he got a loan so he could buy the Plaza Hotel. He got a loan so he could buy the air the airplane. He got a loan so he could buy the yacht. He bought the football team. He was basically buying all of this shit with loaned money from the banks. Right. The guy that worked for Forbes was like, what's wild is at the time that he we put out that he was worth five hundred million dollars, he wasn't even worth the initial hundred. He was only worth about 82. <laughs> but he finessed them to say that and then finessed the banks for the money. Right. So basically, like, this room. is on public record because this is Forbes. Dog. You should give me more money. He he buys the Trump Plaza, not Trump Plaza, the uh, Trump Castle Casino in AC. Then he opens up the Trump Plaza in AC. Casino's rolling. He got his wife running one, his man running the other. The Taj Mahal was getting built. They stopped. The people who were building it lost funding. So they told Trump, like, yo, um, he was like, if I can get that and I own three casinos here, I own the entire Atlantic City. And they was like, yeah, but that's not going to be like a hundred or two hundred million dollar flip. You talk, That's going to be like a billion dollar job. That's the biggest casino and hotel situation in the world. Like, that's not going to be easy. He was like, we going to do it. Goes, gets the shit. He goes to. The council in Atlantic City tells him, I got so many guys lined up that want to be a part of this. He had nobody lined up. <laughs> but he already had two casinos there, so yeah. they believe him is Donald Trump. They give him the permit for the building. This motherfucker goes and takes out a $687 million loan with 14% interest on it. Nuts. So a $900 million loan. Nuts. <laughs> They was like the day. He took out a, wait a second. He took out a hard money loan to build six hundred and eighty-seven million dollars with a fourteen percent interest. The bull was like the day that the casino opened. They had to make one point three million dollars a day just to recoup the money. Just to break even. They get the casino, get it done, fill it up. Of course, they run into a fucking problem with the casino. Trump tells everybody, "Oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. We're good. It's going to be all right. You know, everything's rolling just how it's supposed to be." Long story short, the casinos, they're, they're not making the money or whatever. This nigga Trump takes his, his popularity, his fame, the fact that he's been on television, all this shit, and starts, he basically takes what is a privately owned casino and combines all three of them and takes the shit public to get people to invest. Does that, winds up getting all the money back for the loan and then skates out. Everybody who invested lost money and shit. And he skated out with like fucking an extra $80 million. <laughs> this shit is nuts. It's insane watching it. And the boy was even saying like, I've never seen someone start so many different things that all fuck up 
and he somehow still makes Comes money out, out of yeah. everyone. And people look at him like, oh, he's this great businessman because he was like, he's really not. Yeah. He's just a finesser. Yeah. Like he's a grade A finesser. It's it's two. They're two hours long each documentary, but you gotta watch oh, this shit. Dog. They their whole family. It's just it's it's all lies. Like it's just all <laughs> smoke and mirrors. And somehow they just make mad money out yeah. of this shit. It's I mean, nuts. the thing that I can particularly appreciate appreciate about Donald Trump is just like his audacity and his brazenness. It's nuts. He just drops his nuts on whatever he does. Like and, and it's even wi- if it's total it's, bullshit. It's wild. Watch. I was saying it the other day. One of my homies. We was talking about at work. Watching it, you really can see how Kanye really, really likes him and really yeah. like looks up to him. They talk like their verbiage is it's it's similar. You know, how Kanye would say shit like I'm the savior to Chicago and shit like that. They had Donald Trump on tape saying, what the fuck did he say? I was dying. He was like, they was like, how do you handle such big deals? And just it, it just seems like it's just nothing to you. He was like, here's the thing about me. I have very low blood pressure. I have the blood pressure of a professional athlete, a great professional athlete. I don't get scared. So it's like people lose money and they kill themselves. Me, I'll lose a billion dollars and take a nap. It doesn't bother me the way. <laughs> like, yo, this thing is crazy. This motherfucker said, here's the thing about me. I have very low blood pressure. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, he just don't give he a He said, fuck. I have the blood pressure of a great professional athlete. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> Fucking Akeem Olajuwon had a heart problem. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like he's saying Dog. so much bullshit to get to the next the bullshit. The shit that, that he say saying. out of his mouth is insane. It's really you. You really hear it, and you just like, wait, what? Like he's not even talking in riddles. It just doesn't make sense. And the third part was showing how he knew all along he was good. It was funny. His lawyer Roy Cohen said on the documentary back in like '88 was like his father ran Queens. Trump runs Manhattan, but honestly, I don't think he's satisfied with Manhattan. I think he wants the country. It wouldn't shock me to look up in maybe a few decades and see him running America. Huh. So to see him as president now is just like nuts. Yeah. But they were saying how on part three, he knew all along that was his goal was to like run for president. So when Obama played him at the uh, White House Correspondents Dinner, remember when Obama, Obama started grinding yeah, him yeah, up yeah. when he was in the crowd? They was like... Everybody in the crowd was laughing, and it was just this one island of anger. And it was Donald Trump. And the, the one lady was like, I was sitting behind him. His neck got so red when Obama was going on him. And the guy, Roy Cohen, was like, I don't think Trump decided in the car. I don't think he decided on the ride home. I don't think he woke up the next morning and decided at, or at breakfast that he was running for the presidency. He's like, I think he decided right there at that moment yeah. when Obama was going on him. I'm a for president. So then they showed Obama was like reading a tweet where Trump was like, Obama's the worst president we've ever had. And Obama was like, but I will go down as president. And everybody started clapping and shit. And the boy was like, see how that one played out. You know, like, <laughs> but that's hey, like he's like a spiteful, arrogant, like you yeah. play me. All right, cool. Watch this. Yeah. And they was like that the next day, his lawyer was like, Trump said, we need to uh, go to WWE. He was like, WWE? He was like, yeah, I want to be a part of the next WrestleMania. And he was like, I didn't understand it at the time, but looking back on it now, that's the base for his camp. Yeah, like, that's it, the biggest sporting event other than the Super Bowl that takes place every he, year. He was like, it all started with middle of America, young white kids in Nebraska. Yeah. He's like, he literally knew. He's he's he's. This. He's a think tank. Yeah. He's a retard, but he's a think tank at and, the same and time. And you watch it, you really can see how he just pieced all of his finesses together. 
it but became prison. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's but really I, I, remarkable. I knew at minimum, I knew seven or eight months beforehand. Like I told Mir from Dope Shows, we were standing in front of fucking DocuCare and we were talking and I'm like, Donald Trump's going to be president. You said man. it on air. It's like, I'm like, Donald Trump's going to be president. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's just, it's no getting around it. People that have that level of determination and don't give a fuck about nobody. Oh. Like think about how much Jay-Z didn't give a fuck about nobody mm-hmm. for 20 years straight. Mm-hmm. He just started caring about niggas two years ago. Yeah. And look at all the shit he was able to accomplish for 20 years straight, not giving a fuck about nobody. Yeah. Now, take that same thing and be a Protestant white male yeah. and think about what the fuck you can accomplish. You oh. can do whatever you want with that type of vitriol and that type of like energy going towards whatever the fuck it is that you want. Yeah. If you can beat the banks, you can beat fucking America. We're oh. a nation of C students. Like watching the, the finesses that he pulled off for the casinos, watching the finesses that he pulled off for the... yo. The the actual Trump Trump uh tower in New York, dog. This motherfucker was it it's nuts. The shit he had to do for the concrete with the mob, because you know the mob ran right, the concrete. Right, right. So this motherfucker went to the Teamsters boss and was like, yo, um, there's the contractors, the concrete workers were on strike. He went to him and was like, yo, the mob can get that shit through, but um, you know, Palm's got to get greased. So he goes to the leader of the Teamsters who was like backdooring for the mob. And he was like, what do you want? He said the boy was like, look, I got a side chick. He was married, but his side chick wanted a, a apartment in the Trump Tower. Yeah. He's like, not no bullshit either. She went one of the nice drones. It's yeah. 66 floors, I think, in there. He puts her on a 60th floor like this will be your unit, whatever, whatever. She wanted a pool in her apartment. In the apartment. And they was like. The Trump Tower wasn't even constructed to have a pool. They said the next day they had like new diagrams drawn up where they had to reinforce the 59th and the 58th floor to pool. hold a pool on the 60th floor. In this, he was crazy. He just <laughs> it, it just is wild watching how and that shit fuck. got that shit got the concrete through. So they get the concrete. All of the buildings that are being built at the time are steel. This motherfucker used concrete, and he was like, "What Trump did that was like." kind of terrible but kind of genius he got polish immigrants who weren't citizens to work so he was like they had nowhere to stay these motherfuckers was demolishing the because they took down like a 10-story building yeah. where the on it's on 57th and i think 57th and 5th f yeah is where trump tower is they took down a 10-foot art deco 10-story art deco building the demolition team was polish immigrants that weren't citizens these motherfuckers was tearing it down from the 10th floor up but <laughs> sleeping on the first floor when they weren't working the shit is wild dog so the building the city didn't want to give him the building yeah they finally agreed to it. The Metropolitan Museum of Art. The building was an Art Deco building. It had these like special statues that were like engraved. You ever see those Jones with like his engravings and shit on yeah, a yeah, building? Yeah. yeah. They wanted them because they were like 18th century or some shit like that. And Trump agreed when they what? My shit, you keep twitching oh. out. Trump agreed when they gave him permission to get the building and tear it down that he would have those cut out and delivered to the Met. To be preserved. He agreed to it, whatever, whatever. They was like, okay, cool. The Polish demolition team was like, yeah, um, all we know how to do is like tear the building down. <laughs> so we don't know how to like preserve, preserve anything. anything. Yeah. So they was like to bring in a special team. It would be 
think it was like 37,000 for each individual joint, and it was 10 of them. Trump was like, 37,000 times 10, that's 370 grand. Fuck y'all. Tear that shit down. <laughs> the, the chick who worked at the Met was like, I'm I'm nine months pregnant. My my friend called me and was like, you're not going to believe they're tearing down the entire building. She's like, they ran down there crying, whatever, whatever. That night, Dan, whatever the fuck his name was from CBS Nightly News. Dan Rather. Dan Rather. He interviewed Trump and was like, there are some people who aren't really fans of you right now. Apparently, you tore down some historic Art Deco building for your uh, skyscraper. He was like, I mean, there are casualties everywhere. But, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> just how cool he was about, like, Trump really a piece of shit, dog. You got anybody listening, dog, go watch. It's called the Trump Dynasty. The first two hours is all about his grandpa and his pop. And how they, like, got the money in the family, how he took it to, like, billionaire status. And then the third, John, is about him scumbagging the presidency. <laughs> but it's just, they was like, even the apprentice situation was like, it wasn't supposed to be what it became. Yeah. Because they was like, at the time, Trump was on it like, I'm, I sell the most real estate in New York. I'm the biggest uh, uh, move maker in New York. And the boy was like, he wasn't doing shit in New York. Like, he, like, he had nothing going on. Because, you know, he lost, like, the casinos bankrupt. Yeah. The, um... The Trump Tower was in a lot of trouble. Like he had a lot of bullshit going Trump on. University. Yeah, and he just he scumbagged his way out of all of that shit. Yo, it's it's legendary finesse. Legendary finesse. It's just no way you anybody watch that documentary, and there's no you're literally going to have to pause it ten times and say to yourself, "Get the fuck out of here." Like how? Like and I, yeah. I was saying that there's no way me as a black person could have done half of this shit no, that he did. They would have shot you in the head. They would have blew your fucking brains. <laughs> yeah, they, would, they would have put your noodles on the fucking wall. It's no way on earth you can literally just go into a bank and take out a $680 million loan. Like, speaking of... Uh, he uh, took a loan from Russia. He don't give a fuck. That's where he got the, the yeah, 600 yeah, yeah. He, it was the And they, they was like, look, we'll give it to you, but um, it's going to be a 14% interest. He was like, cool. Mind you, the... It was another bank in Russia that had shut him down because he had burnt them for like a couple million on some house shit. He went to another division of the same bank and got the loan. I'm like, oh, this shit is crazy. It's really, really insane, yo. Like, speaking of, like, successful black people with money, I don't know if you're familiar with who Robert Smith is. Robert Smith is a black billionaire. Black, I know you're a billionaire. He tried to buy the Minnesota Vikings a couple right. of years ago. He would have been the first black owner in the history of uh, the NFL. They turned him down. His man is worth like $6 billion. They turned him down from buying the team because in like 1986, it was some sketchy fucking deal that he did where it's like he made all this money and there was like a complaint filed against him with like the Better Business Bureau Mm -hmm. by the people that he did the transaction with. And because of that, even though he had all cash, he didn't need no public funding, none of that shit, he couldn't buy the Minnesota Vikings. So take that compared to somebody like Trump, who's jugging and finessing his way through fucking life uh, since the fucking 70s, and he's the president of the United States. It, it, it really, it, it, you watch it and you really just get like a sense of like, damn, yo, like, that white privilege, it, like... It's next level. It, when you when you really really know how to use, that's why. Have you ever seen Paul Mooney and stand up? Was like when I see homeless white people, I cry. Yeah, it's like you wow, you privilege. really wasted your white yeah. skin. Like you are tripping. Like In the words of BF and Krumah, my eyes are blind to white tears. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> that was a classic a lot. But yeah, no, nah, it, it, watching it all happen and the fact that they document and they documented it, it well because they have 
every single person who was involved. <laughs> like the people that were fucked around by it. Was <laughs> on there and they, they literally give you just it 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 was it was genius. When shit got fucked up, yo, I'll tell you how crazy this shit was. When the Trump was it the castle? Not the castle. When the Trump Plaza started having trouble, Trump's lawyer, his financial something, and somebody else, they died in a helicopter crash. Two days later, whatever, they was talking about the plaza was going to go bankrupt or whatever. Trump straight put that shit on them like because the boy was running it as like a front man, almost like the skim from Vegas. Right, right, right. He was a front man, but really it was it was Trump and Trump wife. Trump wife was running the castle. His homie was running the plaza, but it was really Trump. He basically put all that shit on the bumfuckers who died in the helicopter crash. And his other homie was like, yo, you serious, dog? Like, you really like... For real, Trump like, yeah, they was fucking up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they was fucking around over here. This motherfucker, tell you how crazy he is with business. If you have a casino, right? Let me ask you this, because you you a business guy. You own the Chad Castle, right? Okay. It's a casino in Atlantic City, hotel, casino, uh, you you got boxing events, all this shit. You got all, you're handling a lot of different things with that. It would be a pretty big deal to you, right? Right. It, you uh, you would think regardless of what you got going on in real estate club, wh- whatever the fuck going on, you would think if you have a casino and a hotel and an event space, that would be a pretty big deal to you. Right. This is how much Trump just did not give a flying fuck ever. His wife is running the Trump castle. The Trump castle is actually profiting. The plaza was losing money and the Taj Mahal was a dump from the jump. Right. The castle made money because Ivanka ran it. They was like she they was like in a in a weird way, she was better at business than him because she really understood the numbers. And she ran the Trump castle just immaculately. When this nigga, he had a side bitch who wound up being his second wife. Uh Marla, what was the second <laughs> wife's name? Forgot her name. It's something with an M. She lived in Atlantic City. This motherfucker straight moved his wife from running the Trump Castle to running the the Plaza Hotel in New York just so that she wouldn't intersect with his side <laughs> bitch in AC. And he wound up, the Trump Castle wound up full. It's just like, he Marla? didn't give a fuck. Marla? Marla, yeah, that was her name. It's just, it's wild watching it. Like, you really see it. He's not a good businessman. Because yeah. that was the way people, a lot of America looked at him He's going, gonna, he's gonna run going the like in, a business. Going and, into the presidency yeah. was like, yeah, I don't really like him or believe in his politics, but he's such a good businessman that it would make sense to have him. And then you watch this and you realize he's stunk. He's like one of the worst, he's like top five worst businessmen he, of all time. He he real live was awful at business. What he was good at was branding himself and yeah. using that. It's like uh plies on Instagram with the Anal Criminal Bill. Hey, hey, you know, I want some of that pulse. It, that shit. Yeah. But then you realize, Plaza ain't dropped a track in five years. <laughs> but he hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's really where, like, the 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 rap arena has gone now. Like, and that's why I tell you I really respect Meek for, like, coming back the way he did. Because yeah. he didn't do it with dumbass shit on Instagram or going on a reality show. He music and put himself in the right, in but the like, right places with the right people. What you see Stevie J do 
or Joe Buttons do, that's essentially what Trump did with America. Literally made himself seem way more lit than what he is. And you realize, like, like Jocelyn and Stevie J, and it's like Stevie J, they promote it as like he's this legendary great producer, and he's got this Puerto Rican princess who's going to be it, and... You watch it and get intrigued with it and you fall in love with it to the point where Stevie and Jocelyn had a separate show. He had his own show. She had her. They got a million shows and you realize they don't got a song. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, I've been watching this bullshit for nine years. Or any money. (laughs) And that's what Trump did. Trump really played the shit out of every single body, yo. It's insane. I'm telling you, he's a moron. He's an... But he's brilliant at the same time. It's like how you say niggas with fourth grade education spinning bitches. He's a fucking moron. <laughs> but he know when it come to the chick, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Trump realized that shit. I can goat America into just about anything. Yeah. Once that whole reality show shit happened and then him selling a cologne and everything else. And eyes and shit. And it was just like, yo, they really don't realize. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> All right, bet. Watch this then. It's the most insane watch I had. I watched it twice. Yeah. It's that intriguing. His pop was they they just they they weren't his pop was actually a good businessman. Scumbag nonetheless. But yeah, a, 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 a fucked up person, but a good businessman. His pop got a contract to do the joint and was overcharging the city when he built the Trump village. They said he overcharged the city like six and a half million dollars. So it's just it's insane. It's just all finessing. That's it. Yeah. Six hours of just <laughs> finessing. <laughs> And it, it 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 pissed you off a little bit because you you get to the end and you just like, damn if if I was white and really had that level of just snobbish arrogance, it's, I could be a billionaire. It's audacity. A lot I, it's of audacity. It's audacity. Yeah. It's like you like fuck y'all, I, fuck y'all gonna do to me. And it's wild because I look at just how enraged people got with R. Kelly over these last couple of weeks. How enraged people found themselves again with the Michael Jackson situation. And I'm just like, I get it. I really do. Anybody who molests children, anybody who abuses women, I don't fuck with any of that shit. Yeah. Elvis was just as bad, if not worse, There's than Mike. There's a picture circulating on the internet right now with Elvis with like six 12-year-olds. Dog, Jerry like, Jerry Lewis was hitting his cousin, his little cousin. Woody, Woody, Woody Allen, Allen straight married his adopted daughter. That he had since she was eight years old, and he groomed her to be his wife and then married her as soon as she got legal age. Paul Mooney in one of his old stand-ups, he was like, y'all, y'all uh, worry about Michael Jackson. He's like, Woody Allen, a known freak. These motherfuckers ain't check his pants pockets. He's like, they all in Mike's house. They, he said, they, the cops ran in Mike's house and his mama house. They have no respect. They didn't check Woody Allen's pants pockets. He was like, this motherfucker married his eight. The girl he adopted when she was eight, he married her. He's like, most people grow vegetables. He was growing pussy. And the crowd was, oh, he's like, don't owe me. I ain't do none of that. But it's the truth. It's like, it's a lot of people out here that I ain't going to say they get passes, but I look at that 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 privilege to where it's just like, you don't think they bad or or no good because of it, I think. Yeah. And Very, it's like it's, it's that inconsistent. You have to say that. Yeah, it's nuts. It's it, it, it's really like just we don't we, we pick and choose who we want to hang out to dry. Oh, for sure. Because a lot of people got a lot of bullshit with them. But it's just like we ain't on that. Yeah. And it, it's nutty to me. Is Kel's a dickhead? Yes. For all of this shit, like, all of these allegations, something has to be true. And I was saying the other day at the barbershop. At this point. 
They, he get out of this shit. They just gotta leave a man alone. The chicks that's living at his crib is grown, and they want to be there. Apparently, because he don't know how to hog tie nobody. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He don't. He don't know how to hog tie nobody. So, it's like, yo, they want to be there. It's a lot of other shit we could be worried about. Like, what people got to understand is that there's a thin line between perverse, strange behavior and criminal activity. Right. And whether or not R. Kelly is a criminal, we will find out in court because the shit is going to be public. All the information. They said it's new leak. tapes, but they saying it's new tapes, but it's really old tapes. Well, not new, not like yeah, yeah, yeah. fifty year old R. Kelly tapes. But right. They said it's old tapes, but they're new, like to the public, to the public or whatever, like that. So it's like the whole thing is we're going to find out. You know, number one, if the, if he passed the statute of limitations, if the shit is too old to even prosecute, right? We're going to find out. Um, and then number two, we're going to find out if he's a criminal or not. And we're going to see if these women that are all allegedly a part of these new allegations, if they're going to go through with testifying. Did you against see one, of, one of the girls that was on the uh, Surviving R. Kelly Jones, she like went on. She was on the shade room the other day and was like, I feel sorry for him. He shouldn't go to jail. You know, we need to get <laughs> off his case. I'm just like, y'all don't know what the hell y'all want to do and say. One of the girls is on, doing a series of interviews with Vlad right now. Oh, yeah. Vlad. Vlad. Vlad is crazy. <laughs> Who? Which one? Uh... What is her name? Fucking light skin girl or whatever like that. She was one of the newer ones. She said that she got with him when she was seventeen. And he's oh, the like, one that wanted to be a singer. Yeah, he like what? Well, they all wanted he to be like singers. He like seventeen, legal in the state of Illinois. She like yeah. He like so technically he wasn't breaking the law. She like yeah, but I just think it's like disgusting for a thirty some year. Since you didn't think that at the time, no. So it's like certain ones that's like, come on, bitch. Like you, you can't have it both ways. Is really what it comes down to. It's like. You pursued this man. You went after him. You why are you seventeen years old trying to be in a music video? I, I don't. I don't like the victim shame or victim blame. I don't or any either. Of that. But it's like it's one thing if somebody pursues you and you not with it. You were with it. You left your fucking home state of working in fucking South Florida at the South Lake Mall mm-hmm. and flew your. You told R. Kelly, "I can come to Illinois whenever," and flew your ass up there. To go to go with him, and he basically said, "How much money you make every week? Uh, three hundred bucks. All right, cool. He go he go six hundred. Um, you staying here with me? Okay, no problem. You didn't think that like what did you think you were getting yourself into at that point? Yeah. So it's like, yes, was she a victim? Yes, is she a dickhead? Also, yes. There's a lot of dickheads in this fucking equation, oh, the, and yeah, R. Kelly's not the only I, one. Listen, I said it the other, and I'm not an R. Kelly supporter at all, but I, I'm, I'm a realist, and I'm in, I'm, I'm on the side of the truth and what's real. I think it's Jocelyn and them dad and mom. The, they was like they took her to the R. Kelly concert, and he pulled her on stage. Yeah, and the dad was like. She was she wanted to sing and R. Kelly was willing to work with her or whatever. And he was like, Yeah, I heard the allegations, but I'm like, Yeah, they ain't gonna be my daughter. And it's just like, nigga, what? Like, well, like how, how do you sound? It's like you 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 can't put a price on your daughter's safety or your wife's safety or anybody. If you, you can't are, put if a you, price on your peace of mind, like, what the pro- fuck are you if, thinking? If you're a protector, like the what you're supposed to be, you can't like I can't. I have an obligation to protect my lady. I have an obligation to protect my little sisters. I can't put them in harm's way and be like, ain't nothing going to happen to them. You know what I mean? That doesn't make any fucking sense. So you have an obligation to protect your daughter. Yes. You can't take her to the Kells concert. He pulled her. 
He tried to pull her on stage. That has to end immediately. Y'all ain't even really supposed to be there. But, okay, he pulls her on the stage and then takes her backstage and then wants her to go fly out somewhere with him. And you like, yeah, we can see how this work. No. Nigga, what? The girl name is uh, Lisa Van Allen. Yeah, yeah, that was her name. Yeah. So it's just like. It's just it's a bad situation, man. It's like, you know, even going back to the very, very beginning of the R. Kelly shit with the Aaliyah shit, her uncle, Barry Hankerson, basically delivered her to yeah. R. Kelly. Barry Hankerson, for those of you that don't know him, is a fucking gangster. Barry Hankerson is a G, an old G at that. Barry Hankerson still owns Timberland's publishing to this day. You know how long Timberland's yeah. been in the fucking music industry? Barry Hankerson, like, I'm not going to say what. Barry Hankerson is a serious individual in, chi- in the Chicago annals of history. <laughs> Don't nobody play with Barry Hankerson. So when R. Kelly gets his fucking, gets hands on his niece and marries her and nothing happens, you know why? Everybody was complicit because everybody was on the money train. Right. Barry was fucking R. Kelly's manager one, at the time. He one didn't th- care. One thing I did read was that the tape that um they, one of the tapes they got uh, allegedly was being held by somebody for 18 years. It was getting money every month. Yeah. And it's just like, if 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 I have a video of you doing some completely foul shit and you're giving me money to like hold on to it and not say nothing, it's like, you know I'm complicit in the bullshit, right? Like, like and- I think, what I understand is there are no accomplices to none of this. Like, there's nobody else. It's just Robert alone. He just acted alone. Nobody didn't deliver. Like the whole, no- like the whole Ma- Michael Jackson shit. It's like, you you, you can't just go. I, the one thing I did, people, in that documentary, the Leaving Neverland joint, was Mike asked, the, the kid stayed at Mike's house for two weeks. And then he went home. <laughs> and Mike wanted the kid, allegedly, to stay there for a year. And the mom was like, I don't think that'll be a good idea. You know, he needs to be home with us. And I'm just like, you don't think? This nigga's seven. <laughs> you don't like, like, if I had a seven-year-old son, he can't just go kick it with Drake for a year. That's he just can't nuts. Go, he can't go next door for a year. Yeah, that's just insane. That doesn't make, like, and that's what I mean. It's like, it's not just like Mike. And do I think Mike is completely innocent in all of this shit? Probably not, because there's just no reason for you at however old you was to be hanging and sleeping with kids. It's just you don't need to do it. Whether or not you were actually physically touching them and fucking them and doing all this weird shit, the the shit that they was explaining on the... I almost had to turn it off. I'm just like, this is fucking nuts. As far as the Mike shit, I just think Mike's a crazy, weird freak. He He got diagnosed psychological issues. He has image issues. He has fucking trauma from his childhood and PTSD. And his fucking, uh... His, his father beat the dog shit out of him for his whole fucking life. He fucking uh, destroyed his fucking face and the rest of his body and all that shit, how he looked. Never lived like a child. Exactly. Period. So it's like certain aspects of that. It's like you almost got to give Mike the benefit of the doubt to where it's like, yo, you weird as fuck. It's strange as hell to be sleeping in bed with kids. But do I think that you are a monster enough to be eating some fucking, excuse my language, some kids fucking ass yeah. and fondling his balls? I don't believe that. Yeah. I do not believe I I don't think that he was a uh, that type of monster to fucking go through with what they're saying he he did to them. I personally have a hard time believing it. Yeah. Especially when you went on the record multiple times saying hell no, absolutely not. I would know better. Da, da, da. Even when back to when Wade Robson was a kid. Yeah. He was like oh, I was 7 years old. I would have remembered that. Like he was very like he wasn't being fed information. Yeah. He was volunteering it. So it's like for you to have this whole change of tune now 
twenty something years later, when the man's dead, ain't no way to defend itself. All it's just like it looked crazy, and y'all the only two saying this shit. Yeah. And you went and recruited the other motherfucker. Like, hey, uh, don't you remember when Mike touched you? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, remember he was touching us and shit. Like, we was young. You might not remember. Like, hold on, wait a minute. Did he? Like, so you trying to yeah. prod people into bringing them into the bullshit? Yeah, like, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's insane. And I, I like. I, that that the documentary you, you're not gonna enjoy it if you ever watch it. it <laughs> I'm not just, watching that shit. It, 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 I'm telling you, I watched 20, 25 minutes of it. I'm just like, yeah, this ain't. It, it was boring. It was slow. To, I read a fucking thread on Twitter the other day. Some random Twitter user. He said it took me fifteen. He had evidence, and they said it took me fifteen minutes to piece this thread together. I seen that breaking down the whole way. How yeah. Wade Robinson's a piece of shit and yeah. a liar and a fucking scumbag, and why would anybody even talk to him, let alone but listen? And to that's him. the the part that kind of irritated me it's like <laughs> oprah like <laughs> like that you you not fucking sally jesse Raphael. you not mother love you know like, you're not none of these you fucking, are american royalty you like oprah you you're, like you're not even black you oprah like oprah yeah you oprah that's why when I, when they was like yeah the, the after show was hosted by oprah i was like like, like Winfrey? It's a, like it's a new Oprah? I was like, Winfrey? <laughs> like, what Oprah? Because I'm like, why would Oprah even be involved in this goofy-ass shit? And that's why I'm like, it's got to be some it's weird... Ven- some weird vendetta from however many years ago. Some behind-the-scenes shit that we not aware of. Fucking Oprah. You know what <laughs> like, I'm saying? Like, and, and now, you know, she, oh, we, oh, we gonna get this shit off. Like... And I, I just did not understand at all why... Like, even the Gale shit. Like, I, I don't... I, like, y'all too... Y'all too far in for this. This is like uh like some Charlemagne ass Ananda Lewis right, right, type right. shit. Like y'all not supposed to be doing <laughs> Y'all not supposed to be Yeah, like y'all not supposed to be doing this goofy shit. You know what I mean? Like Gail's supposed to be interviewing Megan Markell or something. Like you're not supposed to be having the aura just in there bugging the fuck out. You know, that it just I, I didn't understand why they were doing it. It just both of them, that and the Oprah shit, was just for what? Like, what do y'all get out of these? Just to be hot like for the at, week? At this point, nobody should want to talk to R. Kelly. No, no like for what? That's why I said like, I, I don't understand the you, point of bro, interviewing. You him. got you got ten new charges on you. I'll talk to you when and if you get through this shit. I don't need to talk to you right now, though. What you gonna try this shit in the court of public opinion? Like, and that's the point. Where I, that's what that goes back to what I was saying earlier. I don't think old niggas realize you can't really sway public opinion Especially anymore. Especially when you don't know how to manipulate the media. Right. You don't even know how to use the shit for good. Right. Like, I feel like he can get some sympathy shit out of it because at the end of the day, there are people who love him. Yeah. Like he did it with the last time with the shit. Like you figured a new the one girl who shaved her head, Jaraka Jaraka Tima, whatever. I need some money. <laughs> He met her at the trial. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He was at the trial and physically met her. So that's wild. <laughs> that's nuts when you really think about that shit. She hanging out at the trial like, "Hey, R. Kelly, I'm and, your biggest fan." And that that goes back to what I was saying. Like, you're on trial for having underage sex with a 14 year old and peeing on her on tape. Why the fuck is there a 14, 15 year old hanging out at the courthouse? Why is nobody not regulating that? Why part? is right? And the, the R. Kelly's lawyers was like, "Yo, he out there talking to fans and shit." Like at the court, we just like, "Yo, bruh, state of Illinois, a joke." This, yeah. <laughs> state of Illinois, like you come into state court yeah. with some time on your head, like some serious shit. 
and you out talking about how you the recording process for stepping the name of love and shit. Yeah. Like nuts. Nigga, get your ass in here. What are you talking about? Yeah. Why do you even have time to connect with a fan? Insane, yo. I just actually. It's the crazy. It's one of the craziest stories in American history. It, it's 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 sad because it's like goddamn, like all the greats. Every one of them. Yeah, James Brown beat the shit out of every woman he ever gave a fuck about. Uh, Michael Jackson got the child molestation shit hanging on his head, even in death. Yeah. Uh, R. Kelly want to fuck baby bitches. Whitney, you saw, you know, like, it just, everyone, and that's why I'm like, damn, like, Jay, like, the only one that kind of, like. Skated through. Got through all the, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? through all the scandals. Jay Teflon, though. Jay, Jay a different type, of, different type of animal. No matter what he go through, he come out smelling like roses on the other end of it. Diddy, too. I give Diddy that. Diddy Diddy got through yeah. a bunch of Yo, you know, you know what? Let's talk about Diddy for a second. It astonishes me and amazes me, knowing what I know now in 2019 about the whole Biggie and Tupac and mm-hmm. big bad boy death row shit, and knowing, like, how villainized and, like, how much, like, uh, Negative press should gets not saying that it's not deserved, but when you hear about how many bodies that bad boy dropped going the other way, and how Puffy has none of that shit attached to his name, it's like the craziest shit of all time. Like Wolf was out here just smoking niggas with sport. It's the Trump Dynasty situation. If you can make it look good enough, it's good enough. Suge fucked up. I'll tell you where Suge draw. <laughs> That night of the Source Awards, Suge essentially wrote the death certificate for Death Row. He signed that motherfucker that night. For sure. When Suge stood up and said, anybody want to be on a record label, don't worry about the producer being all all in in the the videos, all on the record, dancing, come to Death Row. Because you know what Puff did? They were in New York. Snoop even said it. We should have got killed that night. Puff got on the mic and said, I'm the producer that was spoke on earlier. You know, I'm here to create positivity and love and music for everybody. You know what I'm saying? He took the high road. So in the court of public opinion, when all this shit go left, Puff was the nigga that took the high road. Suge was the nigga that started it. Yep. That's just what it is. And the thing about it is, Puffy's a gangster. Stone Stone Cold. Stone Cold gangster. Somebody told uh, a close uh, a close friend of uh, my man Esco that uh, like affiliate of BMF and all that shit. He's like he's like oh uh, he's like oh Puffy's Stone Cold gangster. He was like he's a sissy, but he's a Stone Cold gangster. He's like he, he kill your mother. He don't give a fuck. Like he's Stone Cold gangster. He don't care. Had to be. <laughs> I mean, you don't you don't have Wolf in pocket and just like be fucking Lord Farquaad <laughs> off Shecker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's just not realistic. <laughs> <laughs> like motherfuckers can say what they want about Alpo. That nigga had Wayne Perry right here. Yeah. You don't have people like that right here and you not cause for all of that, you food. You gotta to, be something. It's just what it is. Gotta be something. And it's like, yeah, Puff was into it. Like you you had the South Side Crips almost at disposal. Yeah. So yeah, you was into a lot of shit. A, a lot, a lot of, shit. of shit. It was a whole war going on in Compton. Puffy and the Hamptons fucking throwing white parties. Right. Niggas, niggas was, was dying left and niggas right. Niggas getting peed on, drinking <laughs> pee. It was crazy. It was mayhem out there. But in the court of public opinion, I remember even after the Biggie and Pac shit, Puff and uh, 
and Snoop was on an episode of Steve Harvey. Yeah. And I remember they walked into the classroom and Romeo and Bullet was like, yo, y'all, y'all cool? And he was like, yeah, man, we ain't with that East Coast, West Coast foolishness. We love. That was, Puff took that shit from, yeah. Puff probably in the background was like, I should kill this nigga right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With a camera not rolling. But when that shit on. No, though, we make music for the world. We try and get this money and take care of our families, help our friends get out of the ghetto. Yeah. It just looked good. It looked better. It's just what it is. Yeah. Like, when you see Beans, Jay-Z, Dame Dash, Cam, all of these dudes have a problem with Jay-Z. And Jay say, I done made more millionaires than the lotto did. Beans made millions. Cam's made millions. Ye made millions. Dame made millions. You like... The fuck they talking niggas about? Hating. Them <laughs> niggas hating. Yeah, that is. Meanwhile, Jay ain't gave a fuck about nobody for twenty two years running. It's a it's a valid thing. It's like <laughs> yeah. yo, like if you can, I think that's what Kells was trying to do, and that's why I said older niggas don't really understand it. Yeah. Like when Birdman stepped, if you watch that shit, Birdman wasn't playing. No, he was dead the, serious. The manner in which he stepped when he stepped in and did this, we we'll get to this straight from the top. All tree, y'all. Y'all can put some respect on my name when y'all fucking talk on me. And they like, okay. Like, they like not, because they just like, whatever. We They like, mm. cut the camera on. <laughs> right. And that shit turned into just the biggest fucking joke ever. Yeah. And Birdman couldn't understand it, because it's like, nah, dog, like, I'm a real, like, Birdman's a real G. A he, real, like, he, Birdman had his artist killed. We can talk all the <laughs> shit we want about Birdman kissing Wayne and all this whole extra shit. A, that nigga a, ran a, Magnolia, dog. group. Called UNLV, that was the first group signed to Cash Money. They had a song called Drag Him Through the River. It was like a big song in mm-hmm. history in New Orleans. They One of them left the group and started talking crazy about Bird. The motherfucker turned up dead in like 20 days later. Birdman is a gangster. Yeah. A super gangster. He's a clown. He's a fucking gangster. Like now, you see the way that the, the memes and the social media and shit treat Suge like it's a joke. Yeah. That 93? Shug would have peed on you and then got you killed. You know what I'm saying? That shit real. Like, it wasn't a joke like that. And uh, them older guys, that's what I was alluding to earlier. They don't get that it's not like that no more. You can't go in an interview and make a motherfucker just feel you what you say. It's it's going to be jokes. Yeah. They're not taking this shit serious yeah. already. Media is dead. The original media as we knew it, it's over. fuck no. LeBron probably killed it. Yeah, it's all quasi-media and... This nigga would have can't like if 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 you decide tomorrow I'm going to have Matt TV. You the media now, right? If you run down on the right motherfucker at the right time with your phone out and they give you 45 seconds or a minute and a half of their time, you're the media mm-hmm. because other media, legitimate media outlets are going to take that content right. and repost it and put it here, 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 here. It's here, funny. Here. I had a conversation with somebody the other day and um. Girl, we both know, I ain't going to say her name or whatever, but we both know her. She's from Philly or whatever. She recently got her, like, body done. Okay. And somebody made a blog about her. like Getting her body done. Getting her body done. And this, I, this, I guess, bring the episode full circle. 2019 is just, it's just Throw weird. Throw it in the trash. It's just weird. We, we are very weird people because people put way too much time, thought, and energy into what others are doing. You know what I mean? Yep. Regardless of, it don't matter if they go on a vacation, if they're doing something to make themselves feel better, if they're marrying somebody, if they decide they want to have children, if they decide they want to start a business, whatever the fuck it is, people care way too much about shit that they shouldn't. You know yeah. what I mean? 
So whatever. She got her body done. Motherfuckers made a blog about it. And I was explaining to somebody the other day. I'm just like, yo, y'all live for this goofy shit until it hits home. Until it hits close to you yeah. or somebody you know, then you like, why the fuck do people care? And I'm just like, this is why the Shade Room has 20 million followers. This is why Baller Alert has 20. Like, when the bid is going, when Safari is the bid, it's hilarious. When when so-and-so up the block is the bid, it's fucking hilarious. When It's always like that. But then when it's you, it's like, or somebody close to you, you just like, people crazy did it. And I'm like... You have to understand something. When you putting pictures on this internet, them shits could go. If, it's for everybody. It's for public if, or something now. That shit I posted a couple weeks ago. I I didn't tag World Star. Right. I didn't at fucking Kevin Durant. I didn't do none of that shit. I posted it on my Twitter. It was like, yo, you know, and who cares news down to buck 83. Next thing I know, motherfuckers was like, yo, Kevin Durant comment on you. I'm like, wait, what? This shit went every motherfucking yeah. where because you don't know where this shit could end up. And I told... Uh, Lee, I'm like, I, I literally had to stop people I know from arguing with strangers. <laughs> You're arguing with somebody with 12 followers and a picture of Goku as their fucking Avi. I'm like, stop. The <laughs> people with Goku as their Avi is mean as hell on the internet. Yeah, they're the meanest people out there. <laughs> You're driving yourself crazy. I'm like, stop arguing with Evil. them. Or, or, or Tom Brady. Yo, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, yo, stop arguing with them. I'm like, you yeah. look crazy. And they're like, no, nah, dog, motherfucker's saying anything. I'm like, it's the internet. Y'all don't know how this shit work yet. It's the intranet. This is what they do. And it's three different levels of it. It's Facebook, then it's Instagram, then it's Twitter. <laughs> Those is the slums. Twitter is the bowels of the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I posted that picture on Facebook. The comments is, great job. Positivity. Keep inspiring <laughs> us. Yo, this is great news. Bro, my brother, I'm so proud of you. All, love is love. I posted on Instagram. Yo, that's what's up, boy. But don't think you fucking fly now. And da 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 <laughs> I post that, that shit on Twitter. Man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be a bad bitch so bad. <laughs> Funniest shit on earth. I posted the picture on Facebook. Mitch comments on it, right? His comment on Facebook, this what's up, cuz, I like this, keep going. I posted on Twitter, Mitch comments on the same picture. Matt losing his fucking mind now, he think he a bad bitch. That's <laughs> the same person. <laughs> the same person on two different apps. And I'm telling him, like, this is social media. This is how it works. Yeah. But it's like, when you put these pictures out here... They go everywhere. And people are, I will say people are retarded. People do take. Absolutely. They do care way too much. And that's why I just, I, I from the jump, I told, like, I don't want you to think no crazy shit when you see me. I'm not sick. Nothing went wrong. I'm not sick. Because motherfucker, like, motherfucker earlier was like. This mic keep cutting out. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, right, I can't hear me. So it's the fucking headphones. It's the headphones, probably. Right. I'm going to just ditch the headphones for the rest of yeah, the show. Yeah, but I can definitely hear you. But, um. Motherfucker saw me earlier was like, yo, I didn't even realize that was you when I was pulling up. You all right? And I'm like, I'm fine, nigga. Because <laughs> that's how people's in brain. The, in the words of the illustrious Cameron, he said, niggas thought a bitch had got me, had an ulcer. Yeah. Don't be a dickhead, poppy. Yeah, real talk. <laughs> like, uh, who said that? Uh, I can't remember who said the line. It'll come to me eventually. But it was something along those lines. But yeah, no, I I said it from the rip. Listen, I'm having a surgery. 
I'm about to change my entire life and, you know, it's going to be it. And I, I feel it now. Like I walk in a room and like people will literally you do it. Motherfuckers yeah. dead ass be just like looking at me because it doesn't look like what it looked like a year and a half ago. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I get it. But people really do put way too much time into negative ass energy. They made a blog about that girl. And it was just like, what y'all doing, yo? Like. For what? The shit that people put their energy to, into is so fucking strange. And there's just so much negativity on social media <clears throat> and anonymous negativity at that. Like, y'all not even going to stamp it and put your fucking name on it. Right. Like, you want the benefit of being and able to I, get your I, shit I, off and have a one-way you, you, transaction. You wound up going through a bullshit-ass situation like that. Oh, yeah. And and I, I was saying this shit the other day. I'm like, people always think these Jones is... I remember we came back from Miami. We, motherfuckers from fake pages was at me. Oh, y'all think y'all this, that. And I'm just like... What? I'm like, bitch, I'm working overtime today. What the fuck is you talking about? But it's the way the world works. Like, motherfuckers yeah. just put their energy into negative, stupid-ass shit. And this is what we get. Like, I ain't got time for it. It's like you said yesterday uh, in, in, in the group chat, me, you, and Rod, just talking about, like, you know, our idols and shit like that. And you just like, yo, my focus is shifted. Like, I got other shit that I'm, like, worried about. Like, I'm legit, like, trying to get rich. Like, I tell everybody in my in my life knows what my number is. My number is 300K. Once I got 300K in cash, y'all are never going to see me again. Yeah, I was... I'm off social media. Like, I'm going to be, like, in Uzbekistan somewhere doing whatever. Like, y'all never going to see me again. Shout out C-Tez. I saw him yesterday, and we were just... Was chat. I ain't seen him in like a good minute, like yeah. way before the surgery and shit. Like, but we just was talking about like, and I was just telling him like, one thing I've done in these last couple of years is really, really grow up. My my view of the world has changed a lot. The things that intrigued me, the things that made me laugh, the things that I wanted have all changed and have all shifted. So. Yesterday, I saw people posting out of their ass about Biggie dying and the greatest rapper ever died on March 9th. And they were posting Biggie lyrics and their Biggie T-shirts and pictures of the mural and all of this, that and the third. And I just to myself, I'm like, I just I don't have that same feeling towards it anymore. And I said it to y'all. I'm just like, is that wrong? And and I was just like, nah, because I don't have it either. And I'm just like, yeah, like I'm I'm trying to get a Hellcat. So. I just Biggie's the best rapper ever. And I'm you know, I'm never that's my favorite rapper yeah. ever. He's the best ever, but I'm just not enamored like with him or Pac or like as time with it, they've been going twenty two years. And yeah. I'm just like I you know, rest in peace and your music will live forever, but I, I just I'm not about to make a post that's not gonna help my life right. in any way, shape, or form. Like no, I just think that, you know, I just look at people on the whole. I just think people uh are just married to nostalgia. That's and, what and, and it's and it's just tied to, you know, people remembering like what girl they was dating at the time or what school they was going to and I had the Jabot jeans. And, you know what I'm saying? It's just like certain certain figure iconic figures take people back to a certain point in life to where it's just like they remember all this cool shit that they was doing and or how, you know, uh, uh, Sky is the Limit helped them through a rough yeah. situation or whatever like that or where they were when he died and shit like that. So I just think it's like a more nostalgia versus like people still actually care. I just think motherfuckers just are remembering like it takes them, transforms them to a certain time in their life, right. and that's the connection that people hold on to. Hey, real quick, before we uh, get out of here, can we talk about future? In Absolutely. The, yo, um, that, it was wild. that shit was like all made up. 
It was like all a farce. Yeah, it was. It was all. It was a he say she say, but it was nobody never told her that. You get what I'm saying? Like nobody never told the girl that. So those of you that don't know, it was a whole big social media firestorm <laughs> last week. Future had his album release party at Story <laughs> in Miami. I was just at Story in Miami back in July. My man Javi birthday party. It was his party. Varsity group. That's one of my best friends in the whole world, my man Javi. He's on a weight loss journey right now, too. He's down okay. like 140 oh, pounds or some shit like that. That's what's up. So he had the party. Like, he does all the big celebrity parties in fucking Miami. Mm-hmm. Javi has something to do with the shit. So th- we start slowly on Twitter that night, starting to, like, little speckling's dropping out little tweets and this picture and that picture. And the word is, Future said, no fat chicks in the club. And I'm just like... Huh, sounds like sounds odd, <laughs> like, yeah. especially for a Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, I can imagine what they paid Future, being as though he's getting a half a ticket to do a sh- a, a show. Yeah. So he probably got every bit of a buck fifty to go in that club right. that night. Um, and I'm sure everybody's money is green on a night like that. So you know we gonna we gonna take what the fuck we can get, right. especially y'all paying top dollar. Either you can get in or you can't get in. So right. I didn't really, it didn't really make sense to me, especially because I know the club, I know the promoter. It's one of my, it's like my brother, and I just know how they run shit down there. So I'm just like, all right, this is like a little odd. So a testimonial came out, a bigger girl or whatever, good looking big girl or whatever though, put a video on her Instagram story, basically saying, yeah, I just, I was on my way to the st- story, but I ain't going now because they, I just got word that they said Future said no fat chicks in the club tonight, and I'm a fatty, but I'm a baddie, and <laughs> all this, like you know, all of the, all the posture and shit. You know I'm, I'm a fatty, <laughs> but I'm a baddie. So it was like one of them Jones. It was like a, it was like let's get Future out of here, but <laughs> but we go, we go get, we go get our shit off at the same. Time. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Once you say something that dumb, you just don't care about what they're talking about. I'm a about fatty, <laughs> but I'm a fatty. So it was like she was flexing, but like remorseful at yeah. the same time. So it was like it was like a weird joint or whatever. So I immediately hit up Javi. I'm like, bro, what the fuck is going on tonight? He like, what you mean? I'm like, yo, that the word is future said no fat chicks in the club. He said number one. I'm a fat nigga. I didn't say it. Future didn't say it. They said, you know who said it. I'm like, who the owner? He like, yeah, the fucking owner said the shit or whatever like that. But they blamed it on Future. He like, and like, as far as I know, didn't nobody have no trouble getting in tonight. So I start sending him all of the shit. He's dying. Like, I'm sending him screen records of all of the different yeah. shit. Future is like, Future said, uh, it's like, with, with, with Future see the fat chicks walking up, man, get your big ass out of here, <laughs> no, bitch. <laughs> Listen, dude, that little clip, but that nigga don't get your big ass out of here, bitch. That shit, I fell on the floor. You hear me? The joke with the Vince McMahon. What? Where are they? They're in the parking lot. You you sit here with somebody. Take me to the son of a bitch. I fell the fuck out off of those. Twitter was on one. And it was funny because, you know, I'm I'm a fan of the bigger girls. So a lot of my followers is like bigger girls. So they all was hitting me because I posted shit on Instagram because it was hilarious. (laughs) They all hit me like, what happened, what happened? I'm like, apparently Future said no big chicks in the club. And they're like, what? I'm like, but I don't believe it. I don't think that shit is true. And it's wild at... I guess uh, this goes back to what we were saying earlier. Certain narratives will play for certain people. Because for sure, for sure. 
Had that been LeBron in the club, it'd have been no way on earth that LeBron said that. You know what I mean? But if it's future, who at the moment every woman like kinda low key hates, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like them and Tristan Thompson. What are you pulling up? <laughs> Yo, when I see that shit, I fell on the floor. This was another one. It was I know that I want to punch you in the nose. You can go beat your goddamn ass, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Fucking Alex Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Jones is nothing. Yo, Alex, did you see him on Joe Rogan? I saw like yet? clips of it. Yo, I had to unplug. Yo, his third eye too open. I can't fuck. With I Alex. heard it's nuts. I ain't get yo, a chance to like really. It's the craziest shit you will ever watch. Whoop. It's four hours and forty minutes of the most spaced out shit you ever his, heard his, in life. His podcasts are way too fucking long. What were they like? Because I they were talking about artificial intelligence, right? Humanoids, which are. Half human, half robot hybrids. Mm-hmm. They were talking about gene splicing, which is already going on in China, right. and the fact that they're doing like human embryos uh, being birthed out of cows, yeah. which means that they don't have human rights, but they still are human esque. Yeah. It's just like the craziest shit you like. They talk about I, artificial intelligence taking over and how the robots are going to kill everybody, and it's just like it's the craziest. I, at the forty-five minutes, I say, y'all can't listen to this. Yeah, I heard it's nuts. It's nuts. It's the wokest shit you'll ever watch. Like <laughs> the wokest. It's like I'm just like, bruh. Like I at the forty, I had I tapped out. Like I was trying to do other shit and just listen to the audio and not watch the video. And I had to keep rewinding it. I'm just like, what is he saying? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's the craziest shit in life, man. Yeah, that that I I, I can't really get into Alex Jones. It's like I, I've tried the Joe Rogan John. I can listen to. I, I, I love Joe. I like a couple of his episodes. I learn a lot of shit watching Joe Rogan podcast. The MMA should be a little annoying, but yeah, he, he's got a good show. Did you watch Killer Mike on the Joe Rogan podcast? I haven't watched that yet. Great, I heard it was real good. It's equally as good as the Breakfast Club John. Okay, if not a little bit better. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, no, nah, that that future shit. And I was sitting there to myself. I'm like, see, this is the shit I be talking about. I like the big girls, but y'all won't make me famous. You know what I'm saying? I have them overrunning the right. fucking club. You know what I'm saying? Fucking Get be, your own night. Yeah, be fucking mayhem in here. Yo, no skinny bitches in here tonight. I want none of that bullshit. Skinny but, bitches. <laughs> fuck out the line. But yeah, y'all want to play games? The um. So real quick, wrapping up the future shit. So the girl that put that original video out there, DM Future, trying to get a comment. I saw that. And he shut wild. her the fuck down. Right. He was like, no, nah, because you such and such and such, that's evil. And she like, no, nah, so you don't want to say nothing? He said, I don't got nothing to say. You already had your mom made up. So it basically was like, it was Cap. And, you know, she, they, you know, because people hate Future, women hate Future, everything with a vagina hates Future. So it's easy to just, like, put it on him and make him out to be the bad guy. And he like, no, nah, that's evil. I ain't fucking with that, blah, blah, blah. Then he put the DM out and had the girl looking crazy. Yeah. So Future didn't say Future said Future ever the politician went on Twitter, which is uh, everybody's s- proper social media when they trying to get their point across and said, I'm an entertainer that love that love women of all shapes and sizes. That's cat. Yeah. And then that just kind of went away. Yeah, it was weird. But yeah, people will literally just run with whatever narrative they got, whatever narrative they want to put out and be like, oh, no, you know, this is cool. And I, I saw that it took a, it took like a mind of its own. And it was like future even was like, yo, can y'all cool out? Like she went on for like two days. And he was just like, I didn't say anything. Right? He's like, I didn't say anything. I didn't die. Oh, OK, cool. Hey, real quick. Uh, debate went on the other day. Leonardo DiCaprio or Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks is a phenomenal actor. 
The fact that he looks like a thumb bothers me. Um, he looks like a human thumb. <clears throat> I look at Leonardo's body at work, diversity of his roles. Um, catch me if you can. Amazing performance. He should have won for that. I think he lost to Jamie Foxx that year for fucking Ray. Yeah, Tom Hanks was in that. Like he was, he was great. Leo was a Leo was the shit. Leo was the shit. So uh, you had the Departed, phenomenal role. Um, you have Titanic, which is Wolf blockbuster, one of the biggest movies of all time. So it's like he check. There's there's very few actors that check all boxes where they have the dope artistic shit. They have the blockbusters. <clears throat> they have the the movies that people just love. Shit like that. So you have like a Johnny Depp, which. Johnny Depp was the one of the goats to me, but Johnny Depp hasn't made like a movie that people care about in ten fucking years. Mm-hmm. So you got Johnny Depp, you got Tom Hanks, you got Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon is up there, um, then Denzel and Sam Jackson. I'm taking Leo over anybody. Here's my thing when it comes to Leo and Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks got like twelve movies that have all grossed over one hundred and fifty million dollars. I don't. I haven't seen twelve Tom Hanks movies. You though. have. I haven't. You have. Apollo thirteen. Never seen it. A League of Their Own. Seen it twice. Philadelphia with Denzel. One time. Forrest Gump. I seen it in pieces. Toy Story. When I was a child. Toy Story two. Saving Private Ryan. Never seen it. The Green Mile. Never seen it. Castaway. Yeah. Never seen it. Like Tom Hanks does not like. I'm so consistent. You, you need to watch some Tom Hanks movies. I, I, I'm not intrigued by Tom Hanks. He, there's nothing intriguing about Tom Hanks to me. He's not. He's not a. He's not a. He doesn't. He's, he. He doesn't give off the leading man look and his role selection. I don't give a fuck about those movies. I don't see how those are like classics. To yeah, but I don't give a. I, like I'm a different. I'm wired different. You get what I'm saying? Like. I, I just don't I don't care about majority of that shit like Philadelphia phenomenal movie phenomenal and I saw that when I was older I didn't see it when I was young I, I, I seen Philadelphia I, when I was I older I do think Leonardo DiCaprio is the best actor ever I I, I but I'm just saying the Tom Hanks argument makes oh no it makes sense. sense I'm just saying for me I don't give a fuck about him like <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily put Will up there Will's not I, I didn't mention Will Will's not up there but. Will plays himself in every movie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Denzel, Tom, Leo. Like even like like uh even I, even De Niro and Pacino went off a cliff fucking 15 well, that's years because ago. They got old. They stayed in the game too long. Yeah. Sometimes you got to sit yourself down before the game sits yeah. you down. Like they stayed in the game too long and start making Cheetah Vision movies with 50. Yeah. Like it's like, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> sit it down, you know what I'm saying? When I saw whatever the fuck the name of the movie it was starring Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, I'm like, oh, this is about to be some shit. And 50 Cent, I'm like, what <laughs> like, the fuck is going what? on? What? <laughs> you got to get out the game sometimes, some man. Yeah. You got to get out the game. But it's no, like Tom when, Hanks- It's like when MOP signed with like G-Unit. <laughs> it's like, all right, this is over. <laughs> Right, Tom Hanks, phenomenal. Don't get me wrong, phenomenal actor. I'm just personally not vested in Tom Hanks. Like, I like Big. I love Philadelphia. Uh, I get the Forrest Gump shit. The appeal, like the Forrest Gump shit, is more so like a story of 
a person who shouldn't have been able to achieve everything that he did and having all of this great sh- shit, historical yeah. shit tied to him. You never go full retard. Exactly. For for sure. Phenomenal role. I don't give a fuck about Forrest Gump. You know what I mean? Like, but catch me if you can. The Departed. Uh, I didn't even The Revenant I watched it But didn't watch it Yeah I, uh, It's like you gotta fight a bear To win an Academy yeah, Award It's, it's like, not really my thing It's like you put my man Through a Aviator lot of shit Aviator was here. pretty good Aviator uh, Iron Man Man with the Iron Mask Was pretty good um, Leo had another John I always forget about It's not till I actually look Then I'm like Oh yeah, that's right uh, Aviator Catch me if you can Inception What? Inception I ain't really like Inception I liked Inception I ain't really liked it What's another Leo movie? Pulling it up right Shutter now. Island. Shutter Island stunk. Uh, the Revenant, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. We didn't even yeah. mention Wolf of Wall Street. I ain't somebody somebody said that what's the name? Uh, Jonah Hill watched him in Wolf of Wall Street. He did, but it's by design though. And what people got to understand is that certain scripts are written with the supporting actor in mind. To where it's like when when the when the number one supporting actor comes on screen, he's going to steal the show because he has less screen time than the leading man. So that shit is done by design. But Jonah Hill's not a better actor. No, no, than no, 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 no. I ain't even going to get like Leo killed Wolf of Wall Street. He was awesome, but Jonah Hill it wasn't even. The, the the airtime, he just really embodied. Oh, for sure. That, that that with them teeth and the glasses and just the. Remember when he when he told the boy, uh, "I'm still waiting on my apology." You remember in the parking lot, like he yeah. he just played the hell. Leo and uh, Django. Now now listen, that was the movie I was actually thinking about. There are a lot of people who talk about Jamie Foxx and uh, what was the black guy? Uh, uh, Sam Jackson. Samuel Jackson. That little five minute scene where he talked about the Negro skull and this, he yeah. he bodied Django. He, I mean, he bodied yeah. that. He was he was awesome. You believed him. You really yes. thought he was like a slave owner. You he, yeah he he killed Django. Gatsby, have you seen Gatsby? Gatsby was. I like Gatsby. I mean, have you ever watched the original Gatsby? No. Yeah, like it. it I like Gatsby. Uh, Gangs of New York. Even though Daniel Day Lewis washed them, yeah, I, badly in Gangs. I, Gangs of New York is five hours long. I've seen Gangs of New York fifty five times because of Daniel Day Lewis. He's a he's another one. He's a goat. He just don't have really have no blockbusters because he just rather do like Art Deco type weird yeah. little uh, indie films and shit like that. But Daniel Day Lewis, phenomenal actor. Phenomenal actor. Uh, what else is on here? Quick and the Dead. Uh, like Leo don't got a real crazy extensive filmography, yo. Right, but the ones that when he hits, when he hit, he hit, he hit, he hit. He hit. It's Tyson status, he but hit. Tom, Tom's there. You know what I'm saying? That's he's he's right there. He he's right there. And if it and if it ain't Tom, is see Denzel just got three. That's just like. You 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 really can't fake on X like that. That was some of the best acting we've might have ever seen. Yeah, and it's sad that he didn't win the Oscar for that. It is because they gave it to uh, Pacino that year for Sin of a Woman. Who they gave him for that shit? Right. But yeah, no. When Denzel did X, that was just excellent. Training Day was excellent. Yeah, like, see, Tom got a couple of drums where I'm like, Tom, what you doing? Uh, Angels and Demons. Well, that I ain't really the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, the Da Vinci Code. Series, da Vinci yeah. Code. Like, da Vinci Code wasn't for me at all. 
I tried to watch it. <laughs> Paul Mooney said they didn't make Jesus a pimp. <laughs> I can't fuck with this. <laughs> said, I can't fuck with this, man. This ain't this ain't it. Da Vinci Code wasn't for me. I, I'll be the first one to tell you. I ain't really. Cloud Atlas with him and Holly Berry. I don't even know what the fuck that is. But Road to Perdition. That's Road to Perdition. Road to Perdition. Was, Road to Perdition. Was Tom good. Hanks, you got one with that one, baby. Road to Perdition. That's a serious ass movie. You is Holly compa- is Holly considered the best actress? Black actress? She might be the best actress. Period. Yeah, her. I mean, you look at her film. She got some shit over Angela Bassett. Mm. Uh, I, you know who else I, I like? Uh, not uh, not Meg Ryan. Who was uh? Can't be Meg Ryan. No, who was the two? Who who was uh? <clears throat> Devil Wears Prada, the older lady. Oh, uh, uh, Street Meryl, Meryl Street. Street. Meryl Streep is the deal. Was that Meryl Streep in a? <clears throat> what's the John with the? My sisters used to watch that movie all the fucking time. Uh, she was like a ghost or something like that. Right, we gonna look at yeah. Meryl Streep is the is the goat female actor. Uh, Devil Wears Prada, Bridges of Madison County. Uh, the Post, which I just seen recently, good movie. Uh, What's the name of that movie? I can't fucking think of it. And it's like it's a corny, terrible ass. Fucking Meryl Streep was in the Deer Hunter G movie. <laughs> um, what the fuck is the name of it? They were like ghosts, and they were like throwing each other down steps. They used to have this shit on all the fucking time. We Death Becomes Her. You ever seen that shit? Yeah, My long time. <laughs> used to watch that bullshit every goddamn day. I might gotta give it to Meryl Streep. Let's look at Angela Bassett shit real quick. Then we gonna wrap this up because I love Angela Bassett. She's Angela Bassett and in none of these movies Meryl Streep has been in have I actually watched. So uh, I, I can't say Angela Bassett and Regina King are my favorite. Uh, Regina King. Regina, yeah, Regina. Uh, Regina Hall is the young is the young. Okay, girl. okay. Will's wife from an Enemy to State. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, she's, she's been good. in everything. She has. From 227 to the boondock. Yeah. She's been in everything. She was in Boys in the Hood. <laughs> She's been in everything. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she was in Friday. She was, like, she was in Friday. Damn. She's been in everything. She's she like, really been she like the, low she key. She's the blackest black woman alive. She really alive, been low though. key in like everything, yo. That's crazy. I forgot about she was in Friday. Yeah, then she just had to hit on Netflix the uh, seven second shit or yeah. whatever like that. She won like awards for that. Yeah. All right, so Angela, what's love? Oh, yeah, Angela got it. Uh, yeah, well, what's love? What's love? Waiting to exhale. Stella. Black Panther. Boys in the Hood. She's in Boys in the Hood. Yeah, she's she fucking Trey's mom. You know, uh, I read the other day. Olympus that, is falling. That uh, Angela Bassett, it was Holly Berry that they picked for What's Love Got to Do With It. And they did screen tests, and they was like, nah, and then they went with Angela Bassett. Yeah. They actually had given it to Holly, though. Damn. I was reading the journal like movies that people had taken and yeah. then turned down and then they went and picked somebody else or movie they wanted f- this person for but then wound up going with somebody. Right. It's a lot of that shit that like happens in Hollywood. Killer in the B, Vampire in Brooklyn, cult classic. She, uh, Angela Bassett, she, she's just been everybody. She was, she was fucking... She everything. was in Bumblebee apparently. Hmm? That just came, the Transformers movie that yeah. just came out. She, she's in everything. Notorious, she's Biggie's mom. Hmm? She's literally been everybody. She was Rosa Parks. You know she was Rosa Parks, 2002? I'm telling you, Angela Bassett. <laughs> she said probably. everything. The Jacksons. And oh, yeah. Angela Bassett is the and greatest. And it's crazy because she doesn't have an uh, a Oscar. That's nuts. Yeah. Angela Bassett is literally. That's why I'm, I'm like, I, I don't, I never understood the how. I, I understood the Holly thing. Holly is nice looking, but. Yeah, Angela Bassett, get her out of here. Like, what's love got to do with it alone? That performance was I've seen that great. movie 75 times. Great. 
Easily. Like phenomenal. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um yeah, I mean the best actors, that that shit, best actors, best actresses, them Jones can like go on forever. I just saw people going on about that shit the other day. Yeah. I'm just like uh, like Leo got the the joints. You know what I mean? Leo is Phil Jackson. I got get the, the ring. That, you got the ones that count. <laughs> Tom Hanks is uh, Jerry Sloan, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, just, we've been here for years. This is what I do, yeah. you know. And and he got big, like, Apollo 13, Da Vinci Code. He got big, huge, Forrest for Gump. Sure. Like, he got big, huge yeah, Multinational smashes. shit, like international smash And he movies. got a Best Actor uh, yeah. Oscar, same as Leo, you know what I mean? Same as Denzel. Same as De, De Niro and Pacino. But... Me personally, I think the most talented motherfucker in the industry is probably Jamie Foxx. And uh Jamie Foxx one Jamie Foxx is one of the most talented people alive. Like <laughs> he literally stand up, singing, film, television. You can play basketball. Radio. <laughs> like remember the Foxhole? Yeah. Yo, real quick, I was listening to Foxhole Joe the other day. You ever hear listen to Joe with him with Terrence Howard? Yeah. Where he was making fun of Terrence he Howard. Burned Terrence Howard to death. So you know him and Terrence Howard had to beef, whatever, whatever. There were Terrence Howard was like, Jamie Foxx can't really sing. Yeah, I don't he's understand. Like, why uh, people... He's like, yeah, uh, I heard Jamie's album. And he and, started uh, talking. It wasn't really uh, good. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and he talks like he's got Parkinson's. <laughs> Did you hear what he said when they ran into each other in the W Hotel in Atlanta? Yeah. Jamie Foxx said, I come in the hotel. He's standing at the counter with the Asian chick, the publicist. So he was like, he turns around. We right next to each other. He turns around and sees me. And says, what's going on? (laughs) 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 And this motherfucker turned around and sighed. What's What's going going on? on? (laughs) What's going on, Jamie? He was like, we wound up on the (laughs) elevator together and we ride up. And the Asian, the publicist turned around was like, I didn't like the little jokes you said about him. He's like, what are you talking about, publicist? He, and uh, he's like, Terrence Howard was like, yeah, uh, you you, you said my uh, album, you said it when, uh, what was that you said? He said, I said it went plastic, nigga. He was like, it was this awkward silence. And all you heard was, boom, that's my floor. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jamie Foxx Foxhole was fucking hilarious. Did you though. see the Jamie Foxx joint when he was at the roast? I think it was Shaq Roast. Yeah, yeah, when, he, when he got on uh, Doug Williams. Yes, Yeah, that's man. like classic. He's like, this is, this is your conscience. Yeah. He said, I'm not Jamie. I'm your conscience. <laughs> Said, damn! I wish I could do a movie with Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he killed. He f- fuck around, ended Doug Williams' career. Finished him. Yeah, that was bad. Finished him. I should get. I should get down right now. Yeah. Oh well, that's my time. Yo, anybody listening to this, <laughs> go type in Jamie Fox Foxhole. He got three different Jones. The shit with Terrence Howard. When he talked about going to the Michael Jackson concert in 89, you ever hear that joke? No. Oh, my. It's the funniest <laughs> fucking story you ever heard. And then when OJ came in the club in Atlanta, did you hear yes, that one? man. Dog. That, <laughs> yo, he got three stories on Foxhole that are out. I mean, you will literally, like, you, you'll have to stand up. The Michael Jackson, OJ shit, you cannot sit down and listen to them fucking stories. He said OJ came in. He was like, I'm drunk. I grabbed the mic. He's like OJ walk. He's because he was like I saw people clutching their their necks as they as and the crowd started splitting. I'm like, the fuck is going on? He's like, I look up. OJ's coming in the club. So he's like, I'm drunk and I'm on the the, the mic with the DJ. And yeah. He was like, oh shit, we got OJ in the house. This is a killer party. And he was like, everybody started laughing. He was like, the one motherfucking room who wasn't laughing was OJ. He's looking dead at me. He's like, you can, he's like, this is how I know he did it, because I could feel the hairs on my neck stand up when he starts staring at me. So he was like, the whole night, me and Johnny Mac 
keeping our eyes on OJ, like making sure he's yeah. chilling, sit down. So he was like, the waitress started talking, asking us what we wanted to drink in the DJ booth, whatever, whatever. He's like, we look back, OJ wasn't in his section. <laughs> and he was like, yo, how this motherfucker moved that fast? So he was like, now we like searching the, the whole club. Like, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? He was like, and then you, he's like, you could feel the the chill come yeah. over you. Like, the fuck? He's like, you turn around, OJ was standing in the DJ booth with us. And he grabbed my wrist. He's like, his hands are huge. He reached out and grabbed my wrist. And he was like, hey, Juice. And Johnny Mac was like, your voice got a lot higher than that. He was like, why are you squeezing me, Juice? And he said, OJ was like, what was all that bullshit on the mic when I walked in here? And he was like, oh, I'm just having fun, OJ. But he was like, dead ass. He was like, I felt that yeah. grip from him. He's like, ever since then, I'm like, he killed the motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, I don't damn well he killed the motherfucker. But yeah, no, the foxhole was was genius. Class. I used to listen to Foxhole every day. And that's that that was when I was trucking. That shit used to come on the satellite yeah. John. I used to listen to that shit all the fucking time. But yeah, like he's uber uber talented. Hell like yeah. he can do any fucking thing he wants to. But I just saw people arguing with that the yeah. other day, the Tom Hanks Leo shit. And I'm just like, it's an argument. It ain't a case closed no, it ain't situation. A case close. But it ain't a case closed. Uh, I, do you care at all about the Lakers? No, I'm done with the Lakers. I'm done talking about them. They burnt out. The the you know the best Laker moment of the season, they fucking six games out of uh, out of the playoffs. They just lost. Brian is on fucking his Instagram story dancing to two chains no. and Todd Dollar sign. I'ma buy you some diamonds. Did you see the faking along? Did you see the fake LeBron at Carnival? No. It's a motherfucker in you know Carnival's going on yeah, down there. Yeah. It's a motherfucker dressed up like LeBron dancing down the street. And he <laughs> looks just like LeBron. So everybody thought it was LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Because it looked just... Imagine your calling in life being a, a LeBron doppelganger. Like, I'm going to just go out here and just be fake LeBron. I'm about to show it to you right now on air. So Dude probably got the same tattoos and everything. Because people that want to be doppelgangers, like, do weird shit like that. Same messed up toes. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> Man, don't really look like LeBron. Will you not making playoffs so you come carnival? <laughs> <laughs> the caption with the broken English is classic. Will you not making playoffs so you come carnival? It was just the fuck like me. But I, I, when I first seen it, I'm like, I better not be fucking <laughs> Yeah, the Lakers are in trouble, man. I know My Matt. second favorite Lakers moment of the season, also this week, Lakers getting their ass kicked. They getting their ass handed to him on Saturday. Rondo is sitting next to two chains. Yo, Rondo was literally not giving a flying fuck. He was like seven rows back from Dog. the bench. Rondo didn't give a goddamn the like, other That's day. That's a rapper, two chains, and his family. <laughs> Two chains handed Bron a chain after the game. Did you peep that? No. He like took a chain off his neck and gave it to him. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. Yeah, they like besties. Yeah, it's weird. LeBron A and R Two Chains album, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. How is Two Chains album? It's great. I haven't listened to it's it. It's excellent. It's not a Two Chains album though. I heard like mixed reviews. It's I not. Heard, it's yeah, not it's a Two Chains album. It's different. Okay. It's like a. It's like a mature like rap album. Oh, okay. Like he talking about like real shit, like adult shit. I mean, you can't do the goofy. You can't do the the. You forty eight Two Chains. Yeah, the one the chains. one the onesie with the, the Jeremy Scott. <laughs> can't do that. That yeah. was twenty twelve, bro. Yeah. Seven years later, we can't keep revisiting that shit. No. Nah, he he reinvented himself again. He got this dope series on YouTube called Crate Talk, where he uh 
basically playing crate ball with different people as he interviewed them. Uh-huh. The first one is uh, Steve Stout. It's out now. Okay. It's cool. It's like a little seven-minute, like, little mini ball. I was watching uh, him and uh, Ac- Action Bronson on Most Expensive the other day. Uh, I, I was can fucking only imagine. <laughs> they were fucking hilarious the other day. I want to get a show on Vice. Yeah. We got to get a show. We got we to gotta get that going. We got we to gotta get a We got to real... fill that slot that Jesus and Meryl left. We got to get a Have show. Have you watched that Showtime show yet? It hasn't started yet. I, I think it... it or... uh, it's been going. Uh, I thought it just started like this past Thursday. Like two or three episodes, I think. Yeah. Oh, I thought it just started this no, past Thursday. Like two or three episodes. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. And I fuck with Jesus and Meryl. I was shaky on them at first. Uh, uh, Ash put me on. Perfectly Ash. She put me on to that, Joan. I fuck with Jesus and Meryl. They're hilarious. Yeah. I'm going to go to Clint's uh, live show. He has a live show. In New York, show. right? Yeah, in March. In the March. I want to go to that, Joan. Uh, Rod's supposedly DJing it. So if Rod's, oh. def- if Rod's definitely DJing, I'm going to go up there. Oh, no. We're going to go. Let's yeah. mob. But uh, I'll, I'll bring my YBs. Okay. Since cool. apparently my YBs are banned from uh, Ready's place, Ready talking about the King's room be twenty five and up. I said this just sound like the Dino room to me, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> twenty five and up. Uh, f- who the fuck want to have all these productive conversations with women that have good heads on their shoulder? What are you th- What are you thinking about, Ready? Got anything else? I ain't got nothing else. Just this Friday, Saturday, CDD birthday weekend, Vanity Grand, Money Bag Yo Friday, Lil Dirk Saturday. Tickets all on one spot, VanityGrandPhilly.com. Come out, come fuck with me. I got uh, all my old dinosaur homies that like tricking. We'll be in the building, ladies. Come get you $200 and your electric bill paid. It's going down. It's lit. Peace. Yeah. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.